Welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, visit PCAPainted.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all of you non-members out there, sign up for a free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the App Store and Google Play. This episode is brought to you by Nice Job, Painter Marketing Pros, and APC. Welcome to this episode of the Brothers of the Brush podcast, a podcast by decorators for decorators with me, your host, Chris Kerfoot. So, on this week's episode, so again, so, 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 keep saying it. <laughs> I'm awful so. for it. So, on this week's Bobcast, we have none other than the bearded wonder self, who is Brendan of BSA. Brendan Shepherd, how are you doing? I'm good, mate. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. I'm good. Where, where's the A come from then? I've just tweaked. Uh, it's actually my name is Brendan Shepherd Allen. Ooh. I used to be Brendan Allen, and then I got married and double barreled it. Ooh, get you! I know, double barrel. That's so, right. Some decadent somehow or another. So you, you've took your your wife's surname. Yeah, oh, yeah. Part, she's part of your double barrel. Yeah, she's the only daughter of her dad, so she got to keep the name. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd do that. Yeah, it, it won't bother me doing that. I'm, you know, I don't have to be formal. If yeah, I'm not a super traditionalist. You know, I yeah. don't really care. Yeah, I get I get impression of that, and uh, I, I get without without being uh, rude, I get impression you'd be unconventional parents, but in a nice way. Me? Yeah, yeah, because uh, you're pretty cool uh, and with liberal. it, aren't you? So you'd be then with very liberal. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's what I mean. Unconventional. If, if, if kids got real cool names. Uh, yeah, Marley and Taylor. Yeah, well, that's that's what I mean. Scott, but same. You know, yeah. Josh is like it. You know, kids Hetfield after blowing James Hetfield out of Metallica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. And other ones Rebel says it all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not one of these sort of people where everything's got to be prim and proper, yeah. and I'm not into yeah, that. Yeah, one of my pets is Namby Pamby parenting. Yeah, yeah, it's not if, for me. If my kids have done something wrong, they'll get a crack and they know it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've only ever had to do it once, and that was a little lad caught him hanging out window one night. Yeah, that, that means it worked. Oh, that's it. it. I tell you what, it worked. I'm a big believer in tough love. It worked for me. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm not one for smacking kids for hell of it. It's just, I, I count five and he knows if it's a full hand, he'll get a cl- mm-hmm. clip on arse. And like I say, he's done it once and that were enough. You know, it weren't yeah. hard, but it's the shock of it, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's like when, you, when you're a kid and you're in trouble and your dad used to make you wait for your punishment. It was a waiting that mm. was worse than the punishment, thinking, yeah, oh, yeah. what's he going to do? You know, it's all you need. Yeah, I'm, I'm a firm believer of you always need to have a little bit of fear of your parents. Yeah, yeah. I can't... I've, I've got relatives and kids rule house. I think, mm. nah. Nah, nah. I'm, I'm in charge. Well, yeah, Don, Donna's in charge, but I like to think I'm in charge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in charge because Donna says so. <laughs> no, so, talking of family, who's in the... Shepherd Allen household. Uh, obviously myself, um, my wife Nadine, 
I've been together for 16 years now. Um, Since school, I'd get so, because you're not that old. Uh, I'm 36, so obviously yeah. she's a little bit younger than me. But yeah, we've been together for a long while. Yeah. Um, and my oldest boy, Marley, he's nearly 13. And my youngest boy, Taylor, he's nearly 11. And my cat, Buddy. Yeah. That is it. Yeah. <laughs> do, you f- do you find you and your wife on sim- similar wavelength because she's younger? Because I, th- I think men are childish. So I oh, 100%, think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've got yeah. the mentality of my, my oldest boy, I think. He's more grown up than I am. Yeah, well, that's there's 10 years between me and my other half, and we're on about the same wavelength because we never grow up, do we? You know, no, so, I don't want to. I don't want to. Yeah, it, it pans out about right, you know, and it, it mm-hmm. levels out, you know. We're roughly, roughly there with the same thoughts on stuff. So, yeah. I know we've briefly spoke about this in various ways. I don't. I can't remember still message you know when you've cause you've been on the bar bobs a few times. Um, mm-hmm. How you started in business? How did you get started? Uh, so left school as a degenerate with absolutely no grades, no expectations to do anything. I was a dickhead basically. Um, <laughs> and Aren't we all? <laughs> I done. Yeah, I done a sort of I don't know three or four weeks stint at McDonald's very short-lived uh i did realize pretty quick that i needed to get into something a bit more tradey or a bit more you know a bit more lifespan in it uh managed to get in with a a firm around around where i live um bearing in mind this was 20 years ago so you know standards are quite low at that time um yeah it's improved a lot hasn't it it's improved a lot hasn't it it certainly has yeah yeah i mean when i started with him it was very much just Chuck your oil brushes in a pot of water at the end of the day. Oh, and, if you, if you, you know, went to it van, it stunk, did it? Uh, it was just, yeah, it was just one of them. It seemed like a good firm at the time, but looking back at it now, they were just junk. Did, did you ever have the like the, the posh brush pot that was cut up bits of drain pipe so you could separate your brushes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's like an early, yeah. early brush mate we were talking about earlier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for, for one. yeah. Um, yeah, obviously I started with them. I was only 16, fresh out of school, so I got all of the shit. I yeah. was treated like a dog, basically. You know, trips to hour-long trips in the back of a van with no windows, sleeping on dust sheets, and yeah. it was it was hell. And I lasted probably a year and a half with them. Um, I got to the point where I thought, I can't do this. It's not going anywhere. I wasn't getting any more money. I wasn't getting any more responsibility. No fun. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not. I mean, it, it wore thin pretty quick. And I had enough to sort of, uh, you know, fund my little moped around every near where I needed to go. But yeah. So, yeah, I left them, went with another firm who were a lot more reputable. Um, I'd done about another two years with them, I think. And one day I just decided I didn't want to be a painter anymore. So I quit. And yeah. that was that was it for... 15 years um various jobs here and there yeah and i got back into it about three and a half years ago four years ago nearly yeah yeah i left i worked at a a place in my town which is a body piercing and tattoo shop i was there for about 10 years wasn't a guest (laughs) (laughs) yeah not as i can see your body like but (laughs) well there's a lot there's a lot going on yeah kids coloring book um yeah, I got to the point where I needed to get out. Well, I'm not an office person, yeah. even though I've done 10 years at it. But I thought, well, I'm either going to go back to mechanics, which was another trade I trained in, or, or decorating. And I thought, well, there isn't that much money in mechanics, really, unless you own your own garage. I was going to um, say, is it any better than decorating? I'm assuming it's, I'm assuming it's probably on about the same things, a lot of overheads and 
Yeah. Yeah. I think if you you need to own your own garage, really, if you're just working for the man, then there's not a great deal in it. Um, But yeah, I managed to leave the Pearson shop and go with a firm in my town who are, I would say, probably one of the most, you know, the bigger firms and they've got a very good reputation. Uh, Again, started at the bottom, essentially. I had a brief knowledge from years ago, but kind of start everything had changed you know methods have changed materials have changed was was it our transitioning back into that because were they this firm you went for were they were they when you said there was quite good were they full in in, sort of invested in dustless sanding uh they got into dustless sanding just as i started you know six months before uh they got into spraying within a few months of me starting with them so that's kind of where i picked up a lot of yeah you know the methods that i've got now um but it did feel like I was starting at the bottom again. Uh, yeah, well, that's what I was trying to, because I'm yeah. half asleep, I was, trying, <laughs> I was trying to get at, was there a massive difference from when you left and gone back in your 10-year break? Was there a massive difference from what it was to what it is now? 100%, yeah. yeah. See, was, I've always been in it, before, so it slowly transitioned for me. Yeah, it was a shock, really. Um, I think cause 10, 15 years ago, decorators was just... Sandpaper, you know, dust brush and a bloody scraper. Yeah, bib and brace covered in cork. Yeah, yeah. Bib and, and brace with buttons on, like you get on jeans. Remember yeah, that? exactly. Yeah. yeah, and I went back to it. Now, the, the firm that I worked for for two and a half years, they they had a decent standard. Everything was very much you turn up clean, you work clean, your methods are clean and persistent. Yeah. You know, so it kind of trained me in a way to go back to it. It's, it's how I work now as well. I'm quite a clean yeah. worker. It's um, set, it set you up as such, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, I, I'm a, it was a bit of a blessing, really, that I got on with them because I could have gone with any other firm and perhaps deviated to a slightly less skill or, yeah, I feel like it was a bit of a blessing, really, getting back with them. It, it took me years to transition out of bib and brace. I struggled with that. <laughs> it's all I've done. Yeah. It's not I was saying pre-record because I served my time with a local council. It almost, army like, where everything was regimented, your breaks, mm-hmm. what you're allowed to wear... Yeah, you know, and it's 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 an hard habit to get out of sometimes when you've when you've had stuff drilled into you. Yeah, I mean that that firm that I was with, they did have a sort of everything was right, white trousers, grey t shirts. You don't turn up just wearing what you want because they've got an image to uphold, which yeah. is a good a good a good mindset to have. Um, I'm probably a little bit more liberal now in the time, in the sense I turn up in grey joggers or you know I wear Nike trainers to work, so I'm not really that bothered. But yeah. I do try and present a. Clean see, image I, as much as I can. Yeah, I, see, when I when I served my time, right up until I, even when I was working up for myself, you could I could wear whatever I want. Mm. But in the last four or five years, I've just stopped wearing branded t-shirts like I don't wear them from a merchant. I used to give them to a young lad or one of my customers who works on. He's a mechanic. Give them him. Uh, Do you not have your own branded t-shirt? Then? Yeah. Yeah, right, I yeah. wear my own branded because I think I want to promote myself, not some paint shop, as tight as yeah. it sounds. And I've got uh, polos and T-shirts, white and grey, because I find polos are a bit better in winter and smart when you're turning up in your paper hanging. Uh-huh. And this is me that hates snobbery. I contradict myself. I hate snobbery and ignorance. But I've like yeah. polo shirts when I'm doing that, but through summer I wear T-shirts. And mm-hmm. my, my white T-shirts, I'll only wear them when nobody can see me because they're what we call wife beaters, sleeveless. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I know my white ones are sleeveless. Like now I'm working in the middle of nowhere, middle of a country garden as such, sun beating mm-hmm. down on me, so I'll have them on so I don't get T-shirt tan. Yeah. But yeah, then yeah. if I go on to another, another job, I might put a grey T-shirt on. 
you know, but mm. it's all my logo gear, my logo hoodies. When that young lad with me, I've got a picture of him somewhere. He was like, yeah, I'll, I'll have I'll have gear, work gear. He had a T-shirt on, a hoodie, baseball cap, and a blooming body warmer. And Donald like, fucking hell, it looks like you've thrown up on him. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like you say, it's image to maintain, isn't it? You know, it look professional. Yeah, both yeah. get out with the same gear on, you look part of a team. I am... Um... I, I get a new T-shirt probably every month and a half, two months. I'm, yeah. I'm a clean worker. Yeah. But it doesn't take a lot for me to go, right, that's, that T-shirt's done with. I meant mistake of using black at one point, and they just show t-shirt. everything. Yeah, so yeah, I went over black. I've, I've got a good supplier, so I swapped to, I think they call it Heather Grey. I swapped to Heather Grey, certain brand that they do. They, they sent me two out to try. Guild and Regland is another brand I find a better. They feel and look a bit better. Uh, no, it used to be Fruit at Loom. Yeah. Uh, I forgot the name, but they're a French sounding one, I think. But I just had a dozen done. And I paid yeah. for like six quid a t shirt with logo embroidered on them. A dozen of yeah, them. Yeah, I'm surprised how, how cheap they are, yeah. really. I think I pay about seven quid. Uh, a think, lot. I think the Uddy's uh, 15 quid. I've got six of them. Yeah. But that's the logo on front and a big 20 centimeter one on back. Uh, I've yeah. asked them if they can do uh, trousers, work trousers. You know, and put your logo on pocket, but it's too much hassle because they can't get mm. the trousers. I'd have to send mine. Uh, yeah, not, not that this is very good for podcasts, but um, on the on my phone, actually, I don't know if you can see it, but on there, I've, you probably can't see it. Actually, no, it's not going to. There you go. Yeah. yeah, I've actually got my logo on my phone. It's quite handy. I've kind of uh, become a bit of a, a swag to the trademark. I, I get that. It's uh, my computer screening. That's kids. My phone screen is iPad is. Yeah, it yeah. All, you know it's everything. It's brand awareness, isn't it? Mm-hmm, yeah, you know. Not only that, if I've got my phone on the side at a customer's house, they look over and they can see my logo on it. They can see that I'm perhaps maybe a little bit more invested in my own business than others. I well, don't that, know well, that's, that's it. It's you know you're proud of your business. It's brand awareness. It's yeah, everything. Yeah, definitely. They work the lot. It all it all ties in together and seamless, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. So yeah. diving back in after being down that rabbit hole, <laughs> mm. what, what's been your lowest point in business? Have you had one? Or is, it, is that uh, like the 10-year break? Would you say that was a low I mean, point? I mean, working for myself, I started last February, I think, on my own. I went on my own last February. And I would say I've had a low point probably every every night about half past four when I'm going on to my second job and everyone's coming home from work or, or leaving and I'm now starting I another job. That. I think, what's that about? Point. Are you mad? Huh? I, I see that. I think, what are you doing, Brendan? You're mad. It's, oh, but I'm, I'm just so looking from my end. I don't know your end, do I? I'm just, it's what I see at my end. I yeah. Like, oh, I think probably now for three, maybe four months, I've been working eight till eight, yeah. two jobs. You know, I finish one at four, go do a few hours at another. At the minute, today, even before the podcast, I've done three jobs today. Work till four o'clock on one job, leave, go to another job till six finish at six go to another job till half past seven and then podcast at half past eight it's, it's, just... it's, it's all right if they're all local but i used to find uh, yeah. i used to pal it with mine we're, we're almost like a partnership but not an unofficial one mm. and he'd want to finish at half two to go to another job i said it's a bit time we put tools away got to other job at gone three and got your tools out it's non-productive yeah. and i could never get my head around it that's that's one thing i do notice at the moment is pack up and set up time yeah and it's just it's so repetitive with obviously packing up tools, get to another job, all back out again. Every time just you start away a new, again two hours later. Yeah, every time you start a new job, like if I'm starting a job on Monday, it takes you now to get everything off your van now because the amount of stuff you, you have now as a decorator. 
It's, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. back of your van's multiplying, isn't it? Mm. You know, you, you've got so, like yeah. 20 boxes you're carrying in and customers like watching you going in like this. More, Does it ever stop? Yeah. More, more. So yeah, I'd say that's probably my lowest point is it's multiple points. I mean, it's every time. I mean, to be fair, as a credit to my wife, she does put up with a lot of my hours. Um, yeah. And when I do come home, and I can see that she's probably a bit pissed off that I've been out. And that's, that's probably the lowest points. You've not had to deal with shit at home, though, have you, Brendan? Hey? <laughs> You've not had to deal with shit at home, though, have you, Brendan? <laughs> uh, no, but there's nothing you, you've worse. Got, you've gone to work for a 12-hour break, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was a break. I was wishing it was driving my feet for 12 hours. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, to, so to be honest I'd rather go to work for 8 hours and be an housewife or house husband uh, to me 8, eight, eight hours work is, is way easier than staying at home that's a breeze yeah uh, walking park in it you but know. to be fair my kids are old enough now that they're sort of self-sufficient in the sense of it's, it's not just that it's the admin with school and trips and everything yeah, else isn't it yeah. it's that shopping and I just think I could not be an house husband. All credit to anybody, whether they're male or female, that stays at home and the other half says, oh, you don't work. I just think, do you know what? I'd rather work. Yeah. You know, yeah. an housewife, I'll generalise it as an housewife. To me, an housewife's a bloody hard job as it is. I'd rather mm, go to work. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah, I've know. tried it for an hour and it, yeah. it weren't fun. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing it tonight. <laughs> yeah, it's not great. at work, so two nights a week, I'm doing tea and all sorts like. So. I can see why she moans about it so much now. Yeah, well, that's it. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, get off pretty light at times. But an- yeah. another sort of low point I, I noticed might have been for you was you lost all the Instagram stuff, didn't you? Just, just, oh, that was yeah. a killer. I mean, in a sense, lucky it was quite early on. Yeah. Um, I hadn't, you know, I was kind of doing all right, but I hadn't amassed a massive amount of followers. It was more the portfolio stuff that I'd lost, which was yeah. How, how did that happen of, then? Did it? Did you uh, just wipe it? I don't even know now. Because I think you... I just I got an email from Instagram saying it's been hacked. Um, so I, as you do, I replied and said, "No, this wasn't me. You know, don't let it be hacked." Basically, and yeah. it dis- I think they took it away. They took it down as a preventative measure in case it had been hacked. Um, that was it. Never got it back. I've launched appeals and sent various emails and pictures of myself holding up bits of paper and all sorts of things. It was just gone. And I, mean, yeah. it was, I was devastated for probably six weeks because it was my first year in business. And I thought yeah. that's going to be great to look back on and, you know, have a bit of a yeah. memorial time. It, it, must, it must have been bloody frustrating because it's happened a lot recently, hasn't it, as well? It seems to have died down in the past couple of weeks, but there was a spat of it for a yeah. month where it was really bad. I see, I've... I got one other week. Hi, can you help me out, please? Yeah, Quick, yeah I've, I've lost my phone it. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I just it. don't even. I don't humour. I, I used to reply to them and say, "Oh yeah, yeah, you know, get get them on the board," yeah. and then tell them to fuck off at the end. But I think where did it all start? Did it by? Did it start? I'm not not suggesting you did, but did it start? Because I know my friend was approached, and somebody says, "Oh, if you pay us so much a month, we'll get you so many followers," and you can look at some accounts. And they've got like 30,000 followers. Unrealistic amounts, yeah. Yeah, they've, they've got 30,000 followers and they're following 300. And you just think... Mm. Yeah, yeah. No, mine's it, organic. Mine yeah. is organic. And it, it, uh, but yeah, think, that, yeah, you're right. That was that was a bit of a killer. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, but it does seem as though I've kind of... You bounce you know, back and it's sort of bigger and better, isn't it? I'm, not that followers are a big thing, but I've now got double of what I had in half yeah. amount of time. So it's kind of worked out in my favour. Yeah. It was, we were talking pre-record, didn't it? It's all right having, no disrespect to it, it's all right having decorators follow you, but they don't pay your bills. You want customers or potential customers, don't you? 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it does look good in a sense of the customers to go onto your social media and you go, oh, you, you know, he's got a bit of a following and yeah. it does look good in a way, but it's not the be all and end all of it. I know people that have got 50 followers and they've got a fantastic tradesman. And, and yeah. There's people in the, in the other sense of it that have got a lot of followers and they're absolutely shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's just all about for the gram. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. let's get some on for the gram. Let, let's set up the story for the gram. Mm. I'm not really doing this, but I'm going to set it up for the gram. <laughs> yeah, too, too many characters around. Not enough actual real people. Yeah, there, there's a lot of bullshit. Um, and we we was away with some friends. I don't know if I've talked about it on a podcast. And it just shows you how manipulative it all is. Um, and I'd, for, the thing I went into first, it was um, I was listening to a podcast the other day, and it says you're basing 23 hours and 55 minutes of your life on what you see. On what you see five minutes somebody's five minute snapshot and you're trying to get to that level and it's bullshit mm-hmm. and we was in yeah we was away with some friends real good friends of ours in newcastle sat outside this pub it's got a tree growing in it real posh pub and there was a posh empty bottle of champagne on table in an ice right. bucket we were sat in the sun her other half went in bought her a, a yeah i forgot what it is the bloody wine that's popular uh begins with p uh in it, well, it weren't a wine, it was a drink, a slight wine. My mind's gone. I'm tired today. Uh, but it, it was this glass, it looked like wine. He come out with it, he had a pint, she stood it in front of this bottle of champagne with thing, living my best oh, life not ever. not took a picture with it. Yeah, living my best life oh, ever. Fuck, and then we went, shallow. We went out later that night. I mean, it were a joke. We went out later that night and it was, there was Tiger Tiger, the old Geordie Sherlock going. It was yeah, stupid, yeah. like 20, 15, 20 quid a game. And I was like, I ain't paying that. So I went to the nightclub oh. next door. But when you went on your Facebook, it picked up Tiger Tiger. Oh, what, checking? Checking yeah, thing? Because it was yeah, right yeah. next door. And we were in like this shithole for fiver. <laughs> you know, you have the average nightclub like we've got in our town, the average nightclub shithole. It's tagged us all at Tiger Tiger. Yeah. This is how people perceive it. It's bullshit, isn't it? You know, I don't know how people do that and think, like, you know, don't have some sort of conscience about how much of a douchebag you are. No, because they're just living it up, aren't they? Oh, look at them doing this, doing that, you know. And we, it's all garbage, though. Yeah, I've I've got friends that have posted stuff like that. And I think hey, it's bullshit. We know different. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I've got enough of conscience and enough of a sort of awareness not to do that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm even doing this about posting too many holiday photos now because I don't want to come across as because people think you're showing off, isn't it? Yeah. Well, that's it. It's, you know, it's like if yeah. we went on holiday. I've got over a thousand photos, but I don't want to feel like I'm flexing to people saying, "Oh, look at me, look at me." Do you know what I mean? It's mm. it's, it's where it's lying. Which is weird because that's that's purely what Instagram is for to share your photos. Yeah. But people then become conscious of doing it because of the backlash. Yeah. Well, that's it. It's 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 that. It's the old body body image thing isn't it I mean it's, yeah. it's, for women it's blood I mean men, I've known men like it but it's bloody awful for women you know you've got to have oh, certain image yeah. to post stuff and I think it's shit you know it's, it's getting to the point where stuff's getting spoiled by people mm. like, you, like you said there's too many characters and it's good to have a character but there's sometimes there's too many clowns that it's making a making it a laughing stock isn't it well, the trouble is people live this character beyond their actual life and then when you meet them you think, well, that's not you. You're not, you're not like that. <laughs> Robbie Williams syndrome, I call it. Yeah. On, on, on stage, whoa, here I am. You know, yeah. all the character and persona. Off stage, dull as fuck. A bit more introvert. And, yeah. yeah. Dull as fuck and probably suffering with fucking mental issues. 
Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, Jim Carrey, perfect example. Robin Williams. Williams. Yeah, 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 definitely. Another, another one. Yeah, it's yeah. all show pizzazz. Come off, and it's mm-hmm. shit, and the suffering. Yeah. Now I won't wish the suffering on anybody. No. But again, we don't see. We see five minutes of snapshot. We don't see shit behind. You're them. you're a victim of your own circumstances, and I guess if you, if you're going to get depressed when you come off of the social media, yeah. you're only depressed because you're trying to put on so much of a front. But, it's hard. It's hard to maintain that. But band, bands get it as well, don't they? That's why a lot of them abuse substance because I was I was uh, I, I watched a Vici documentary uh, and there's mm-hmm. a couple others I've watched and it's all a similar thing they come off stage and you're controlling that many people you come off stage you've commanded them all and you're buzzing you go back to mm-hmm. hotel room sat in an hotel room Solid. in the middle of nowhere yeah. on your own and it's like mm-hmm. back down to earth yeah, and everybody, yeah, it's, it's a horrible yeah. drop you look at any of the boy bands and when they split up and they interview them separately they say it ain't what you make it out to be we're living out of suitcases where Avicii just got word to death you know what I mean yeah. they, they just drove him to death because they just I think when I, that documentary were like concert 340 odd and it was like a year mm-hmm. you know or just, just over a year and you're thinking that's near enough every day yeah, you know, yeah, it's relentless. It's, you can understand why they get to that point. Yeah, and he, well, he, he gave it up, retired, didn't he? And two years later, he still took his own life because he couldn't handle it. You know, it was, it was still yeah. playing on him, yeah. you know, and it's, it's such a bloody shame. Mm. But uh, yeah, is, yeah. B- back into it, <laughs> your highest point? Uh, wouldn't say I've had a highest point as such. Probably yet to come. Uh, yeah, maybe. I mean, being requested by certain people is probably quite a nice thing to know. Yeah. Um, you know, from a from a level of work, maybe. Not saying I'm the best. Um, yeah. you know, I, I know I've got slightly higher standards than some people. Um, and both of my my dad and my brother are both managers of two different tool hire companies and builders merchants in King, in where I live. Yeah. Um, and quite regularly. You know, they'll, you know, my brother and my dad will say, "Oh, so and so come in." Said so you worked for him, or he'd heard about you, and that. Yeah. And I think, well, I'm only I'm only a year in business. That's quite a nice accolade, really. To yeah, have you got to have meeting Scott Barney up there somewhere, aren't you? At his point. <laughs> well, yeah, I meet him sort of probably once every couple of weeks, really, in, in the local merchant. So uh, yeah, it kind <laughs> of ways it gets boring after a while. Shots <laughs> <laughs> fired. Oh, I'm only lying, Scott. I know you'll hear this. I'm only lying. <laughs> so, uh, what what's your biggest struggle? I mean, you've only been going here. Have you found out that you've struggled and think I could improve on that? You know, it's time, time management, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, is, yeah. Uh, how you say it? Being available, I'm far too available. Yeah. Um, so, so I suppose it's learning to say no, in it, or learning to say, yeah. I can do it, but it's going to be then. Yeah. Even today, I had someone message me and said, "Can you do whatever job it was?" I know for well I can't do it. Yeah. For at least three months. Yeah, of course. Can. I said, I'll, I'll let you know. I might be able to do it in three weeks. I'll, I'll let you know. And I think, well, why don't you just? I don't need the work. I'm doing all right. I'm busy. Hey, do you think it's a fear of? I, I used to be like it. I've, I'm not perfect now. I'm shit loads better than I was. But it used to be that fear of, what if there's no next week? Mm. I'll, I'll, I'll take the money now and work because there might not be no work next week or there might especially like now when there's talks of recession looming you're thinking well I'll take the money now because it might quieten mm. down in the year but when you get a year down road you've blown the bloody money anyway but the risk of sounding a bit conceited probably not I mean I'm not one to sort of think oh shit I haven't got no work oh no I've got a lot of work um, yeah. I've got enough work to see me through till September October time Yeah. so I don't need it I don't, I don't know why I take it I'm just a people pleaser that's yeah. not, it's not a bad trade to have but it's it's 
I got to I got to point and I flipped and thought, well, and I look at it now and think, just because I'm sat stressing about work coming in, it ain't going to make somebody knock at my door. So here's here's a month's work. You know, I just think it's what it is, isn't it? You know, just no. I'd like to be able to tell people no and be a bit more, um, I want to say forceful, honest, honest. Maybe I guess. Yeah. Uh, That's pretty my my main downfall, or something I could really work on. Yeah. when, when yeah. somebody calls me now, first thing I do, they'll, 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 they'll in the nicest way, blather on, tell you what they want doing. I'll just say, can I just stop you? My next availability is September or October or whatever it is. Yeah, don't, and, you might be wasting your time here. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, ah. Oh. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll say, if, if you want it doing sooner, you know, I'm wasting my time looking at a job and you're wasting your time waiting for me to come look at it. You know, and go from yeah, there. That's, that's another sense of probably why I do tell the customer that, I'll come and have a look at it because I think once you've kind of got them in, you might be able to say like, you know, they might want it done in two months, but you might be able to say, I'm going to yeah. be four. And they think, well, he's, he's, he's a nice bloke. He's, he knows what he's on about, you know, yeah. we don't mind what, yeah, I've had that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll always, I'll always go and look at a job. If one, if it's beneficial to me and two, if I know that I probably could squeeze it in, but it'll be a bit later than what they want. Yeah. Or, you know bring them around a little bit see I, I've done that and always delayed the start date because we were talking pre-record I take deposits so once, mm. you, once I used to send paperwork they'd respond two weeks later pay deposit I'll say well actually it dates three weeks later now because some other people have booked it in the meantime yeah yeah you know you've yeah. got a bit of and then you've I'm, hooked them I'm, I'm vague with dates as well I, I used to say like oh a bit 3rd of March but now I'll say mm. it's week commencing 3rd of March it gives you yeah, I mean, I do say that to customers now. I'll say it'll, it'll be about two, maybe three weeks. And then when three weeks comes, they're like, are you coming on Monday? It'll probably be another couple of weeks now. And like, it, I can see it does annoy people and I understand why. Yeah. People do have to plan their lives around me, but my time management is so crap. My, my diary is in my head. I don't have anything written down. Oh, man. I know, oh, I can see you cringing over here. But, um, <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, I, I literally have nothing in my phone. I have no calendar. I have nothing. How, how can you operate like that? I mean, I'm not knocking it. If it I works, it works. I don't, I don't operate. I just I exist. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Oh. No, it work to a sense. I mean, I'm quite, I don't, I think because my wife takes care of anything financial, anything housewise, all of that sort of stuff, all I, in a selfish way, all I really think about is my job. Yeah. Um, so I don't really have to think about, oh, this bill's coming out. You know, some horrible I mean, yeah, yeah it's, it's not the greatest, but then you could be opposite end at scale like me where I irritate myself because I'm that regimented. It's, it's which would you rather have, innit? I, I, yeah, I, I, mean, I, do, I do piss myself off in the sense yeah. that I'm not as yeah. regimented or orchestrated as I should be. Yeah, but like I said, I'm regimented, but I piss myself off because I'm too regimented. Yeah. It, I mean, it works for me. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've done it for a year and a half. I mean, it's been stressful, but I've not, I've not let too many people down. I've not forgotten too yeah. many jobs. See, I get stressed if it's not regimented. So I've still got stress, but a different yeah. stress. You know, it's it's worse than two evils, isn't it? Which do you want? Yeah, we've all got our own battles, I guess. But yeah. um, it's just well, how, how you manage them. Yeah. I, I'm very much work in a frenzy. I, I survive better in, in a frenzy. I, I used to work better under pressure. You know, but the yeah. more jobs are piled on, the better I work. So I'm under pressure. And mm. I used to thrive on it. And now I just think, I, I'm, I'm old. I, <laughs> I want a quiet stress-free life yeah I can, I can already see that it's sort of uh, it's wearing thin uh, yeah. the whole the whole pressure thing I can see that you know like I said I'm, I'm going to another job at four o'clock half past four yeah 
when all the other tradesmen are going, right, I'm off now, see you later. And I'm there for another two or three hours. And it's like, yeah. do I really need to be doing this? Which I don't need to be doing it. It's because I'm too nice and I've, I've took on a job that I didn't need to do. Do, do you find um, it's not counterproductive though because you're, you're flagging next week? Or are you still at that age no, where you can manage it? You can balance I'm, I'm it. I'm so full of beans and it does. Yeah. I mean, that's, um, it annoys me in a sense that I can't shut off. And I'm, yeah. I'm good. I sleep all right and I'm pretty good. But, I, you know, I get, I get to a point where I do burn out. Yeah. I can have a good three or four month period where I'm go, go, go. And it doesn't, it doesn't See, not, me. not to scare you. That's where I had my breakdown because I was running red line all the time. Yeah. And yeah. It, I, I just burnt myself out, you know, and it, mm-hmm. it, it had shit effects, you know, and I just, yeah, I've been close a couple of times and I've, yeah. um, should we say I've struggled with a few demons, uh, sub- substances in the past and in, in a few years ago. Um, so I can see when things are getting, yeah, when, uh, when dark clouds are coming, post. yeah, and you just see, yeah, I can see the telltale signs. So I'm, I'm quite aware, and I'm quite good. If yeah. I see something like that, I'll just sort of, I won't shut off. Yeah. I'll tell customers no, I need a bit of time. You yeah, know, and I'll, I'll pace myself. I, th- I think lockdown don't help with that because my releases, holidays, breaks, stuff like that. That's why, yeah, know, that's that's what I look forward to. And through lockdown, I struggled with that. You know, we've just had mm. an holiday, first holiday away. It's been mint. First, mm. first three days, I always struggle to switch off from work. After that, I'm mint. You know, and it's yeah. now I've struggled getting back into it. Yeah, I'm not very good at doing nothing. I'm I'm terrible at doing yeah. nothing. Um, even it sounds horrible because obviously I've got a family and my wife. We love each other very much. But you know, I'll come home some days at four o'clock and I look around and I think, what am I going to do till twelve? Yeah, and that sounds awful because I, I, I love being with I, her. I love sitting at home I'm, watching TV. I'm but... the same. I have a list. I can't switch off. And it, it's yeah. worse because I've got an office at home, got a workshop at home, and I come mm. home. I'll say, "How long will tea be? Be an hour." Yeah, I think right. I can fit that job in. I can do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then when I go on holiday, it's all the time I can switch off because I can't just nip into office. Can't do anything. Yeah. 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 My phone. I try and leave it in room, but then last three or four days of holiday, I start getting itchy feet because my head's mm. my head's going back into work mode. Right, I'm there Monday. I've, yeah. I, I remember five, six years ago being on holiday trying to get internet to order, order paint and materials. <laughs> but, you know, I think. Oh, job oh, six weeks away. Yeah. You know, no, that was when I went as organised. That was it, all right? Yeah, yeah that, I mean, like now I, I rung up, I was rained off this morning, come out at gym, it raining. And it was supposed to rain till 11. I think I went in at 10 in end because I'm only five miles away. But I come mm. home, got a list out, ordered some ice and whatever from Brewers. And Philip Brewers are all there, brilliant is Phil. And he says, uh, he says, when do you want it dropping off, Chris? I says, well, Phil, I'm not doing job well, 5th of September. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the complete opposite end of the scale. I'm like Scott, in the yeah. sense, I'll turn up on Monday morning, I'll go to Ken Black's or whatever. Right, what you know, colours you have in love? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll get, I'll get the message from a customer on a Sunday night and I'll turn up to the Brewers or wherever yeah. at half past seven on a Monday. There's no, there's no order in with yeah. me. Well, he, he was like, oh, I can, uh, we, we can have it next day for you when you're on it. I said, 5th of September, I start a job. I said, the other, other one's November. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't think I'd ever be like that. I'm, I'm just anticipating price rises. <laughs> well, that's one way to look at it, I guess. Yeah, I've got, yeah. I've got and, and before that, it was shortages as well. When, when, uh, remember when we, in lockdown, we weren't in lockdown, we were going into tears to come out better off. Mm-hmm. We went into tears and we come out of worse tears than what we went in at with this circuit right. breaker thing. But as soon as we went into tears, 
I rung Benjamin Moore, ordered four tins of scuff eggs, and ordered about 10 tins of blooming anti-reflex, because I thought we're going to be struggling yeah. for materials. Yeah, yeah. And they were. They were proper struggling at some places. Yeah, I mean, I, it didn't seem too bad around here, to be fair. There was, you know, the, the merchants did close for a little while, but it wasn't, they were all open. Um, yeah. And luckily, I've got Brewers, Johnston's, and Kent Black's all, all within about 300 metres of each other. Yeah. Man they're all on the same 50, industrial estate. Man's 15 miles away, my nearest one. Yeah, so, you know, I'll, I'll never, ever struggle to get a product. Yeah. Unless it's something that, you know, like Caparol or whatever that you don't, I don't really use it, but anything that I can't get off the shelf, there isn't much I can't get on the shelf. So, ne- next one, that's pretty redundant then. When did you realise you'd made it? <laughs> um, if you had, had a nice point, I wouldn't say you've made it unless you're just happy as you are and in your head that you made. It's, it's subjective for everybody. I don't know if I've got any goals as such to think, you know, I've, I've reached that goal or I've you know, got to a point where I wanted to be. I've, I've sustained a business, I guess. Yeah. Um, started a business during lockdown and I haven't had a day off since through lack of work. So yeah, you've made it. You might have, you've made it. You know, I'd, I'd be happy at that. Yeah. Very minimal goals. I'm, I'm not looking to take over the world. We ain't going to be millionaires in this trade, are we? So that's how to No, work. absolutely not. You know, I've got, I'd say I've made it in the sense I've achieved what I wanted to achieve when... I went on my own. Yeah. Small answer, I guess, but no, yeah, it's, it's not really. It's fact, I'm, I'm it's, quite new in business. Well, the whole point of that is just to get what people's take on making it is because yours might be, you know, just to be busy in a work-life balance. Somebody else might turn around and say, well, when I get to 10 employees and turning over half a million a year. You know, yeah, it's, it's yeah, just to gauge what goal. people's own perception is and, and what, what, they, what they aim at, you know. it's yeah. I'm from obviously I've listened to quite a lot of your podcasts I'd probably say I'm one of the newest in business yeah um, 16 months maybe if that I think um, so I don't know I haven't really got a, obviously I'll go on to this at a later question but I haven't got a 5 or 10 year plan as yeah. such well that's the next one where do you see yourself in 5 to 10 years <laughs> uh, let's just get rid of it yeah do you want me to answer that one now or not yeah, well, that's the next one anyway. So you might as well. They're all, right. all to be honest. I'll be open about it. They're all done. If anybody comes on a podcast, there's no script. It's no, just yeah. it's just a flow path. The questions mm. flow into each other. So that one, when you realise you made it, I don't know if I've yet. Or where do you see yourself in five to ten years? It's the next one. Yeah, um, I would. I was listening to Wes's podcast and I didn't heard him say about constantly wanting to take someone on all the time, and it's a, it's a New Year's resolution to take someone yeah. on and. That would be something I'd want to do, but I think I've got a, little, a lot of similarities in the same as Wes, in a sense that I've got a lot of issues of letting go of um, control. Yeah. Uh, I know my own limitations. I know the standard I want to turn out. I know I'm pretty meticulous with the things I do. Um, and trying to find someone to sort of match that. Like you've said, you need someone that wants to feel like they own a company but doesn't get paid for it. Yeah, it's, 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 I call it contract trap. Uh, yeah. To be honest, I think that's mm-hmm. why I ain't got anyone. I don't think it's a problem with them. I think it's a problem with me because I can't let go. 100%, like, yeah, that's my issue. It's like, oh, bugger that. But the time I've shown you, I might as well just do it myself. Yeah. And it's an awful I, trap I was doing to be in. Huh? It's an awful trap to be in. Yeah, yeah I was doing a job for a friend expanding. of mine and I was. he's got some big bifolds at the end of his house and... Um, I was just taping up around the end of the bifold and he said, oh, wouldn't you love to have someone that does that? And I said, yeah, but I guarantee that I'll be watching over him because even things like taping things, they have to be 
Yeah. Essentially millimeter perfect for me. I know exactly tolerances between plaster yeah. and metal. I need I know exactly where I want everything to be. Um it sounds very fickle and minimal, but it's it's the end result. It's what, make, is what, it's I'm what makes for. you turn out a spot on job, like you say it's the end result, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And it's, you know, it's, it's your name on bad. Yeah, even things like caulking. Um I don't want finger marks in the cork and, you know, like drag marks in the corners and stuff. I want everything perfect and yeah. as perfect as can be. Um, 16 to 18 year olds probably don't have that drive or care. Yeah. And what is it somebody says to me? Older don't people have the, don't, don't have the finesse. Yeah. 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 I mean, they don't, they don't want to be there. That's the main thing. They just want to turn up, get paid, shag everything at the weekend. They don't care about <laughs> doing a perfect job or what the customer thinks. Yeah. They don't care. Um, there's, yeah, there's and older there, people don't want to be there working for you. Yeah, there's odd exception where you get some that are my personal trainer, perfect example, real nice kid, lives and breathes his job. He's, he's like equivalent to me. He's, he's what? He's not even 30. He told me he was invited on the stag do. He says, Chris, I'm past all that already. I says, we were all head on your shoulders, aren't you? Mm. You know, and he's, he's in that mindset of building a business early, but they're few and far between. Oh, yeah. 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 And then you've got to find them that want to work for you, like I said, for less money because they, they all want to own their own company now. You mm-hmm. did it. You work for a company and you want to own your own company. So you, it's getting harder and harder to find them, I think. Yeah, I know full well that when I was working for the firm that I was with, I started at the bottom and I'm, without blowing my own trumpet, I got to the top, basically. Yeah. I got to the point where I was the guy that he wanted to send around to the jobs, keep an eye on quality, blah, blah, blah. Um, but yeah, so I thought, well, I'm the guy that I want someone to be working for me. Yeah. I am that guy. So, yeah. you know, essentially, you I need to find out me. There. Yeah. Yeah. Did, did you find, did you find that was through because you was not calling other blokes? I've been on firms and you get some like it. Others were just happy to come and do the job and go on, whereas you wanted to educate yourself and learn and put yourself forward. Yeah. I mean, he had, let's say, he's probably one of the biggest firms in my town. Um, and I think when I left, he had maybe eight or nine people with him and it was a split you know some yeah. of them were you were there to Dime fill the sauce. numbers or yeah dad yeah. that don't want to change yeah but then there was a three or four of us um who were probably the newer school i'd say who they knew all the new methods they knew the level of quality which the way the trades go in they wanted to obviously progress yeah and there's a few of them they're still there now yeah, you know, they get put onto that their their own certain jobs. You've got you know, like you say, you've got people like the wobbly bobs who you can chuck on a on a living room and not worry too much. And then there's the Smashing other flip rentals. side of it where you've got people who you think, right, this is a high end job. Yeah. You need to send him there or or the bit of them requested by the customer because they know the level that you know we're turning out. So yeah. yeah, trying to find that person is hard. Yeah, gold dust. And also that wasn't doesn't want two hundred pounds a day. Yeah. I can't pay him two hundred pounds a day. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an hard... I mean, I'd love to give some it back, but it's an hard line. What with me having issues employing people and doing it myself and then finding someone mm. who wants to do it, it's a narrow margin you've got to fill. And it's yeah. hard, and I live in a smallish town, so it's even worse. You know, it's, Yeah, I mean, I've got me, Scott, uh, the company we to work for. I mentioned them, they're and Co. They are a fantastic company. I've got no bad word to yeah. say about them. Um, and there are a number of decorators in my town probably about 10 um yeah. but a lot of them are actually single single man bands yeah they just they plod along um i don't know whether it's because they're, they're not busy enough to have someone work for them or yeah, i, th- I think it probably de- it might depend on their age you know it's, it's that old school thing yeah. where I, I mean there's about five I, I break it down into hours we've got 
there's about five decorators, three painters, and about 20 handymen. Mm. And I'm the youngest decorator, and I'm 50 this year. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? So the old ones, they just plod along on their own with bib and brace on still, you know, steady away. To be fair, actually, like, I'd say, from what I know, a lot of them are under 35. Yeah. I'm 36, but, you know, they're around that age group where a lot of them are actually younger, younger painters. Yeah. Um, but again, I suppose, I, it, I suppose that falls back on their perception of making it. I, I know of one uh, next town from me, and they're just happy 120 quid a day. Mm. In and out, in and out, in and out, and they're happy at that. And I think, well, what you mean, sub- subbing for someone, or well, bit of subbing, a bit of this, bit of that. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm just batting from job to job. And I just think, well, if you're happy mm. at that, and that's you know, it's everyone to their own, isn't it? Yeah, there's always a position to fill for every different person, I guess. But yeah. um, from the level of work that I want to be doing, or the houses that I want to work in, um, trying to sort of aim at sort of more affluent areas. Um, yeah it's hard to find someone that will come along with me and one, not balls it all up for me and two, not shit on me. And, yeah. you know, we'll Same actually turn up 40 hours work. a week. Poke to work, won't get a text on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's a lot of snakes about and, you know, yeah. I mean, luckily I know a few people, I've got a mate of mine who actually used to work with me at the firm before. He's, he left about four months ago and he's one of the only people around here that I can, one, I would rely on and two, I pass a lot of work on to him now. So it's, but there aren't many people like that. There yeah. aren't many people who think, well, I want him to do well. I want him to make yeah. a bit of money. Everyone many, else is, is it the, help themselves all the time. It's the same everywhere, whether it's local or on social media. You won't get many people clapping for you. No. Yeah, no. you know, they're like, oh, he's doing better than me, comparing themselves. It goes back to that again, comparing themselves instead of saying, well done. You know, nice one, mm. son. Crack on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Around, around my town, actually, it seems all right. I mean, obviously, I've got Scott. Um, there's a couple of other young lads around my area um, who are sort of pretty decent painters, and we're all kind of quite pally. Not yeah. to the point where we're all hanging out together, but we see each other around town and give each other a nod and have a chat, and, yeah, there's no real animosity that yeah. I know of. They might be talking shit about me, but I know I've left. Yeah, but <laughs> everyone's <laughs> I've left by that point. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. It's, you've got to have a thick skin, haven't you? Oh yeah, I've dealt with some shit over the years. Uh, me. So, so if you could go back to eighteen-year-old Brendan, that was the uh, degenerate from school, what advice would you give yourself? Uh, being brutally honest, don't do drugs. Yeah, um, that's a, that's something I've battled with a lot. It catches up with you at some point, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's been it's been a long while. I've not done anything for years, but the, the time at which I was doing things wasn't a nice time, and I got pretty deep into stuff. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm completely, I wouldn't say abstinent because I still have a beer every now and then, but I'm, I'm yeah, free from all of that. Everybody has um, advice, one shape or other, don't they? Is, is beer any worse than cannabis? I don't know. So you could probably dive in and spend hours talking about. Oh, uh, yeah, I think mine went a bit further than that, though. Yeah. <laughs> I won't go too deep into it, but yeah, it got pretty bad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that would probably be one of the major things is to sort of, I mean, it was a good time while it lasted, but in, in hindsight, when, it really... When you're young, it is, isn't it? But it does catch yeah. up, yeah. I think, I'm not going to what I've messed about with, but I think that had an effect on me as I got older. And I think it, I look back sometimes and I know you shouldn't dwell on your past, but I think, does that, did that have an effect on me crashing and burning? Did it have an effect on yeah. mental issues? You know, does it come yeah. back and keep you up arse? I think a lot yeah, of I mean, it, it definitely has had an effect on me mentally um, in yeah. terms of, I mean, I'm not, I'm not psychotic and have episodes and stuff, but in yeah. terms of anxieties and 
depression, not depression, but you know, low points. It, yeah. it has, it all stems from that. And I'm, I'm very much an advocate for not only mental health, but especially men's mental health nowadays. Yeah. I'm, you know, very hot on that sort of stuff. And it all stems from just being an idiot, basically, when I was younger. Yeah. Well, um, that's one of the reasons I, I talk about on podcasts, because I've been there. Um, mm. And it's like the working long hours when I look at you, I think, oh, Brendan Dart. Because I've been there, I've dabbled with shit. I've crashed and burned a company, crashed and burned myself. And I just think I'd just rather some someone learn from this old idiot that don't fucking do it. It doesn't end well. Do you know what I mean? No, I'm not in a point where I want to start preaching to people. Yeah. I'm not that sort of person. But but I, I you try know, not I, to preach. But I just think, well, I'm lucky I'm here. You know, just take it from an idiot that. Fucking and in a sense, I've got the experience you. that warrants being able to preach. Yeah, um, I've been down some pretty shitty paths, and you know, done some pretty horrible things over the years, and. Yeah. I'm a completely different person now. I was a complete. I, I think a lot of, but it goes back to that men, men's mental health. You you can't talk about it because you're a man. You shouldn't talk about it. man the fuck up. It's all that shit and it's bollocks. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of that sort of stuff. Yeah. I mean, I support um, Calm, which is I don't know if you know that the, the um, charity Calm is campaigning against living miserably. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of like it is basically a men's mental health. And there's yeah. a, a company called Boys Get Sad. To, uh, Boys Get Sad too. Yeah. And it is. It's one of those sort of things where, you know, I deal with a lot of, I wouldn't say I'm stressed or depressed, but, yeah. you know, I, I don't talk about a lot, basically. Yeah. Um, I, I used to bottle it up. But the, the only one I used to joke about, I was in years ago, I used to have a T-shirt that said, damn on it, drunks against mad mothers. Yeah. <laughs> I was the opposite when I was younger. But, yeah, it's uh, there's a couple I follow, and it's, it's all about mental health now, and that's why I just try and stay away from negativity. You know, it's I just can't be doing it. You know, there's yeah, shit going yeah. on in my world. I don't need everybody else's negative shit. No, no, that's definitely probably one thing that I'd look back on. Obviously, maybe buy a house a bit earlier. I don't own my house. And to be honest, I'm at the point now where I don't want to own a house. Yeah. It doesn't bother me. I don't, I don't see that as a uh, I, I, do point Do you think it gets to but... a point where a state, where, where a, a, a state or a country where near enough everybody rents? Because it's going to get to a point where people can't afford to buy. Yeah, well, there's a lot of... Um, Sort of Scandinavian and Norwegian companies. No one, no one yeah. owned houses. Yeah. Everyone rents. Yeah. My father-in-law, he's you know. What, what you get? What you get? What gets me is, I mean, I own mine. Yeah, it's interest only. So yeah. I technically, won't own it. But this, oh, it's an investment. Who's it an investment for? Your kids. Mm. Let them yeah. fucking earn it. Have that too. My mum and dad said to me literally like two or three weeks ago, you ain't getting nothing. We're, yeah. we're selling this house and we're fucking off and you ain't getting a penny. My, my, so I think, well... My mum and dad were saving it and cutting back so me and my brother could have more when they died. I was like, fuck with that, go and get it spent, get on holiday. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't my give dad's shit so if I get 20 quid. Anyway, I think, why bother? I'd, I'd rather see them enjoy it, you know, enjoy it. Yeah. They've worked yeah. all their life, enjoy it. Last bloody, it's awful, it's last few years. You know, mm. most of it, they're in the 70s, go out and bloody enjoy yourselves. You know? It's, yeah. I'm, I'm never going to be a millionaire in a, a 25 grand handout that makes them pour off. It's not going to touch sides here, like. So I just think, we'll get out and spend the bugger. No, I suppose in a sense, that's probably made me work harder and knowing that I'm not really going to get anything. I've never really had too many handouts throughout my life. Yeah. I've, I've worked pretty much since the day I left school. What, what you've got, um, you've paid for it yourself. Yeah, I don't, I don't have a credit card. I don't have, you were saying about you don't have like accounts with brewers or with merchants yeah. and stuff. I don't all, all, that. all that I've learned the hard way. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's easy to just dip in and dip in and dip in. And yeah. I don't have any credit accounts. I have one bank card. Yeah. Uh, my wife has an, obviously the main account and she doesn't really have nothing on, on tick or nothing. It's all paid for. Yeah. 
we've got you know we've not got masses of luxurious stuff around but um we live a nice comfortable life and it's all mine to me you've met it there you go you've met it in my exactly yeah i've got you've three, three cars on the drive or yeah. two cars in the van and they're all paid for and nice yeah. car and all yeah right. <laughs> so don't, don't don't go very far at the moment but yeah it's a nice car yeah all right so are you uh are you an app or tech lover so you could that you think uh, oh, if they kill yeah, that I'm off not, I'd be struggling yeah wouldn't so much apps well apps actually yeah YouTube music yeah literally not survive without music yeah yeah um, that's like I was speaking about music quite a lot today and um, yeah I just I'm super super passionate about music yeah so I have to have a music app whether it be Spotify or whatever Spotify, I Spotify subscription I couldn't live without that yeah but I don't I use Spotify for podcasts um, yeah. I listen to a lot of Rogan and stuff like that but in terms of um, apps, I have to have a music app. Yeah. And I've got my phone and I've got a tablet. Um, I don't have a smartwatch. I did have a smartwatch, but I was too worried about it getting covered in paint, so I got rid of it. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, tech, tech-wise, probably not so much. I'm, I'm quite up on it. I'm aware of it. Um, but you I don't, need, you, I don't you, have you a laptop. You need a diary. <laughs> Sorry? You need a diary. <laughs> yeah, the most primitive of tech. I don't even have that. A bit of pen and paper. Yeah. Yeah, so, I don't know. I mean, I've got tech. I've got a phone, but I don't use it to any capability. I take photos on it, yeah. go on Instagram, and maybe watch a YouTube video. That's it. Well, so that that really old, that old promiser, um, Steve Jobs' old promiser, uh, Apple iPhone when it came out, is a mm. phone. You know, you can make it as good or as bad as you want. You put on it what you need. You know, you build yeah. it. You yeah. know, that was the old promiser when they first come out. You know, yeah. there's shitloads of apps on mine and probably half of them I don't even use so every now and then I'll cull off you. Yeah, I've got, I mean, I'll go through mine and look and I've, I've got apps on there that I downloaded like a year ago that I think, well, I haven't used that. Yeah. But I'll still keep it on there just in case. Yeah, you never know but what they're you need But they're all either editing apps or... That, that's like, that, that's like that litre of red gloss you keep in back at workshop or things. You never know if a customer wants tin of red gloss. Do you know what? I've got 55 litres of dark red flow tread oil-based floor paint in my garage that uh, brewers or John's, I can't remember yeah, who it but was. You, might, you, might, you might get, you might get um, a motor factors ring up next week. I can't give it away, honestly. Yeah. I've been to like three or four can, places can that a friend of mine said I'm painting the floor. Shit, if I hadn't got rid of that last week, I could have built them for that and used what I've got. Yeah, I know, I know, but... I, I'm saying it because I had a clear out last night. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I'd, I'd uh, pop, Poppy red Johnson's QDO peak. Mm. And I thought I'd, I'd done a door out of it because uh, you could only get a, I could only get a gallon. I did a door out of it on a factory with it, and I thought got my phone out. Thought right, Bridge, Bridge Street because I just did search. I did it four years ago. It's been in my garage four years. I thought just bin it. Yeah, just bin it. If, if somebody wants to do it, just charge it for so. I'll do that. Yeah, we've got we've got a, like a local where I live. We've got a local Facebook village page. Um, and all I'll do is take all of the paint that I'm not going to use, put it in a picture in my driveway and say, right, come and get it. Yeah. It's all free. Just give it away. Yeah. If it helps someone out, I mean, God knows I've, what I've these tried that, but nobody's like. interested. I don't know, because I've given away like brown oil-based undercoat before. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, I'll paint my skirtings with it. And I think, oh, your house must look horrible. So I've tried it, and then you get a message, you couldn't deliver to all, could you? And that's like 15 miles. Oh, I've had that before, and I'll, I'll very much give them a straight answer to that question. Yeah. <laughs> I'm giving you something for free, but you want me to deliver it 15 miles away. Yeah. Yeah, you're expecting yeah, yeah, a bit more, aren't you? 
So no nice either. Yeah, two words and the second one's off. <laughs> are you? Uh, you probably don't have much time for it. Do you deal books in it all? Uh, no, I'll be honest. Um, yeah. I'm saying you probably yeah, have time to be fair. Work, no, I haven't. Work I barely sleep, got time to read anything. To be honest, um, work, I have read books. Work, eat, sleep, repeat. <laughs> yeah, I think the last book I read was Kipper at primary school. <laughs> Still not got them. Um, no, I've read. You know, I've read a few autobiographies and stuff. Nothing to shout about, but yeah. um, I'd, I'd like to read more. But my concentration span, in that sense, is non-existent. Yeah, because there's so many things going on in my head. That... E- even not we audible. Um, maybe audible because, like the same as a podcast, I could chuck it on and work. Yeah. Um, I perhaps actually should invest a bit more into that because I'm, you know, I do find it quite inter- interesting. Some of these people, man, man depends on book, on, on book and what I'm doing. You know, you what? man depends on the book and what I'm doing. Some books you need to look at the physical to get the gist of it, whereas some you can listen. Yeah. When I'm sanding, I struggle to listen because it's. I tend to switch off and zone out when I'm sanding. Yeah, yeah, I can get that. Um, I think I'm very much a biography type person as opposed to a fiction or you know, yeah. that sort of thing. I, I like to learn about people as opposed to yeah. stories. Yeah. Um, there's loads of different people that I'm, I've kind of got vested interest in for different one reason or another. Um, I'll, I'll probably get a little bit fixated on certain people for a period of time. Yeah, um, and I want to learn everything about them, and then yeah. six weeks later, I don't ever want to hear their name again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've never come across that before. That's a, a different one. Yeah, I'm, I've got really weird um, traits. Stalker. Like that. I mean, I've, huh? Stalker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not just people; it's everything. I'll get you know heavily invested in a certain thing. I suppose um, it's not bad because at least if you're doing something it's research, it's not a bad thing. You know, if you if you say if you're you're new to spraying, you do a lot of research before you jumped into it, sort of thing. So it's not bad. In yeah, that, I mean, that sense. my wife's come down from the bath before, and I've been sat there watching an hour and a half long video on spray tip fan patterns, and she's like, "What are you doing?" Oh, I've had that where Donna walks in and she can hear. Yeah, <laughs> you're watching again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I watch everything. I've got like a few YouTube series and stuff that I'll follow, but a lot of it is educational. Especially things like I mean, I watch or listen to a lot of Joe Rogan. Yeah, um, and there's so many things on there that I've learned. I mean, they're bullshit basically. The things I'm never going to use in real life. But she says to me something, I'll give her some random fact about you know gorillas and stuff. Pub, or, pub you know, shit. Pub quiz shit. Uh, You'd be great in pub yeah, quiz. Yeah, pub yeah, quiz yeah. shit. It's absolutely throwaway garbage information, but um, I feel like I've learned it. And I, you know, in a, in a weird way, I kind of feel a little bit more educated yeah. from listening to someone for an hour. Yeah, it's just um, random shit you can throw into a conversation. Yeah, you come across as clever, even though you know you're not. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not academic in any sense, but I can yeah. tell you anything about you know some random fact that no one ever cares about. Yeah, when they brought smoking ban in in Britain, there were seven million smokers. There you go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And them stupid things will stick in my head for the rest of my life. But yeah, yeah. I couldn't tell you what date the bill goes out on. Yeah, it's there's something that always sticks in my. Head. I forgot what it is now, but the stuff always sticks in my. Head, I think as if I know that Donald said to me, as if you know shit like that, you'd be good in a pub quiz. I say, mm. yeah, but it's just something somebody says it sticks in your head. Yeah, you know, and you can't yeah. get rid of it. It's, uh, yeah, I think my granddad was a, he passed away now, but when he was alive, he was a very big thing of learn a lot about, or learn a lot of little things about a lot of things. Yeah. 
don't just know one thing yeah. or one, you know, one little thing, you know, learn loads of little bits about it and they'll get you through, you know, I've learned so many things from watching the chase or watching, you know, crap telly that yeah. have helped me out in some sense. I mean, they're not all of them. But, um, I, I find I watch more YouTube than TV now. Oh, easily. Yeah. yeah. And, and we watch series. We, you know, we've finished watching a few things recently, but I'd quite happily go down a four-hour rabbit hole yeah. on YouTube. And, yeah. You end up watching uh, cats, cute cats. <laughs> no, it's normally two sort of African men building a swimming pool in the middle of the jungle out of mud. <laughs> Yeah, um, which is actually quite impressive, to be fair. Some of the things they built. At, at, mo- again, at, at moment, we were talking pre-record. I'm watching one on this family that uh, he was a roofer and stressed at work, and he's the bottom Merck's uh, sprint along wheelbase high rooftop converted into a camper. Because obviously we have Davan, and that's mm-hmm. why I'm going to this. Him and his wife. He was stressed. They sold up, rented house out. They went across to France just before they shut borders. Uh, with two kids, I think the nine and eight are the two boys, an Alsatian and a bloody rabbit in a camper. And they take it rabbit on beat on the lead. I think you what? But it, it's great to watch because it just shows you them travelling across countries and the same, they, they said at the end of the first one why they were doing it and then in the second one, they're only about 20 minutes long. I'll, I'll mm. put links in show notes if anyone's interested. In the second one, yeah. the same to fit the thing for homeschooling you've got to teach kids for five hours a week that's it nice and it can be about anything but people are saying look your kids don't worry about it your kids are learning shitloads more traveling around the world mm-hmm. learning about different cultures and cities because when they're going to certain parts of spain they're teaching kids about it and they went up a greek mountain taught kids about mythology and stuff People yeah. think your kids are learning shitloads more doing that than they are at school, stuck in a, in a classroom. Well, apparently, you need to know about Pythagoras' theorem. Oh, have you ever used it? Have a fuck. I don't yeah. even know what it is. It just sounds clever. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's something to do with triangles, but that's about it. Yeah, well, it's like that and other ones. Six old horses, clumsy and heavy. You sign, cosine, and I, uh, the other one is it hypotenuse. Oh, cos syntan. And- yeah. All that. Yeah. It's, I, don't know, I don't know what it is. That sticks in my yeah, head, but I can't remember clever. the last time I used it. You know, it's uh, mm. yeah, it's 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 pointless shit. Yeah. Life lessons, life lessons are far more important. Yeah, Latin. When was the last time you did Latin? <laughs> God knows. <laughs> Geography at yeah. a push so I can get to the next town and <laughs> find a job. <laughs> you got sat navs now. Like maths and geography are pointless. Do you know, cal- uh, calculators and sat navs. I, I, I'm lazy. I go ten miles and use my sat nav. Oh, oh yeah, I'm the same. Only because if this, I can avoid traffic. Yeah, you know. Well, I'm, I'm the old school, the new school, I guess. But if I'm going away for a weekend or I'm going somewhere that's probably two hours away, I speak to my parents. My dad, I go, "What road are you taking?" Oh I don't yeah, know, I'm using that nav. Well, you're not going down the A one six eight. I don't even that? know which one that is. Yeah, I'm like, where that. Is it? yeah. I'm like, well, I've got sat nav. Why would I need to know it? Why do you use your sat nav? Possibly you should know where roads are in case your phone dies. Yeah, I've got my wife's phone and my boy's phone, and it's my, not going to happen. My dad used to travel for work up and down country, and he's still got, I bet it's still in garage, this wooden box, and it's got maps in for each area. And he'd get it out the night before. Oh, right, individual maps, nice. And it, yeah. it'd mentally remember, like, oh, you go on at 10.36, go off at that junction, and I'm thinking, yeah, yeah. No, nah, I just stick my sat nav on. 
My dad used to do an AA route planner and it would give you like a bullet point of which road to turn off and if you're yeah. looking at it, I just think, oh, Jesus, yeah. he's got sat-navs. He has sat-navs, but he won't use them. Yeah, just stick, <laughs> stick phone on one side, Tom, Tom, off you go. But to be fair, he could get me anywhere in the country yeah. without a phone. I'll I tell you what I've just got right into because I work in some remote jobs. What three words? Mm. That mm. baffles me and amazes me at the same time. Yeah, it's very clever. Yeah, I've had that a few times. People have pinpointed areas for me. Or oh, that's, that's brilliant. I, I can't get my head round how every spot on earth that's a metre square has three random words and you don't get any two of the same. I can't, my head can't no, get it's, it. It's the multiplication factor of, you know, the configuration of it. It does sound like it was completely impossible, but yeah, is it, is it over just land, I guess? They don't, they don't have that grid over the sea, do they? Do I, don't, I don't know. Uh, where, where I am at the moment, it's down the lane, but the postcode, it's such a long lane and it's a single track. Yeah. And unlike me, I forgot my pack up the other day because I put it in a cool bag because of weather rather than my box I forgot my crisp bloody biscuit thing so I had a bagel to last me day mm. I'm Oof. only five miles from home and Donna rung me over so I said I forgot he says oh, I'll bring it to you on my way to work I'll just divert around that way I know you're down that lane so I just sent her what three words thing mm. you know and you can open it up in Tom Tom and it'll take you straight to it and she just pulled up yeah, outside yeah. gates because it's behind some big conifers tooted on I went out and got my stuff you know, but it's brilliant for that. It's, it's maybe some if they're listening, because I know some of them do and don't tell us, some of the suppliers could go on to what three words to bloody find you. <laughs> you when they're doing the deliveries. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I had one on a job I was doing about two months ago, and the guy turned up, it was from Kent Blackshaw, and they normally turn up within about two hours of me asking for it, and this guy turned up at one o'clock, and knocked on the door, and he was fuming. Yeah. Oh, looking around for this place for about two hours or so was kind of not my fault I'll give you the post well it doesn't take me to this house yeah I can't help that the postcode is the postcode you know I can't give you any more information than the postcode and he was fuming so any suppliers if you're listening get your bloody delivery drivers on what three words <laughs> yeah chuck your Garmin sat nav in the bin you could use I, I don't know if you can use it on the stand but I have uh, I have Google Maps but I don't always rate it but I use TomTom on my phone yeah and you, you can use what three words in TomTom now They've, they've updated that. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. So I just opened it up in TomTom. It'll, it'll take me to it on TomTom. But, uh, mm. yeah, it's... Uh, I have to shoot sat and I on phone now. Days are having yeah, it. Yeah, I wouldn't say I'm well-travelled enough to need to... I can pretty much tell you every single road within 10 miles of my house because I don't go much further. I, I can, though. It's, man's just more the diverting of traffic. You know, I've, I've been gone yeah. one way before and it's... Uh, oh, shit, why did I come this way? I'm stuck in traffic. You know, mm. and it's, it's cost me an extra half hour. Yeah, you know, I'm sat twiddling my thumbs because I'm in school Russian, what have you. And, oh, mm. You know, should have stuck stuck it on. And I remember once I came back from Chesterfield, got up motorway. I didn't put it on. I thought oh, I know my way back. So I used to live at Chesterfield. Got up motorway. We in about a mile of getting on. It was tailback to ten miles at next junction, and I was sat in sweltering heat, no aircon. Yeah, and it, it ended just after next junction, or just before next right. junction. So if I'd have gone next junction up, come out of town opposite way, I'd have missed it all. I thought if I'd have just put my sat-nav on instead of leaving, yeah. I was in a rush to get home, mm-hmm. you know, which ended up being later. Yeah, yeah so, it's easily done. But uh, going back into it again, <laughs> proper rabbit hole in today. What's the best? <laughs> well, it's, it's fine, I don't mind. You know, it's, it's different, uh, makes it different. About. What's best yeah. advice you can give for selling yourself that sets you apart? Uh, don't tattoo your face. 
<laughs> I, you know, I think it's more acceptable now with tattoos. When I started, if you oh, had yeah. a tattoo, yeah. you were a thug. If, if I'd yeah. have gone to a job like this now, almost skinhead as such, because mm. losing my hair and tattoos, you know, oh, look at that thug. Now it's more acceptable, isn't it? Even teachers. Yeah, I, I don't get much. I'm only joking. I don't really get much flat yeah. for it. To be fair, I don't. I, I'll get the odd person look at it. For anyone yeah. that can't see it, I've got like a big anchor on the right side. I, of my I'm going to mention that. I thought, shall I mention? Because you've told me before, but I forgot why you had the access. Is it, is it something to do with sailors and whatever? You know, being obvious. No, um, basically because of my um, past endeavours with substances. I when I met my wife, it was the last time I ever done anything. Um, yeah. and she kind of sorted me out, really. Um, and it's kind of a nod to her in a sense of that she keeps me grounded. Uh, that's what an anchor symbolises. It symbolises yeah. that you're you're home. Yeah. Um, that's what sailors used to use. Is that you know the symbol that they're home and they're yeah. you know, they're not going anywhere basically. So that's yeah. I thought well, you know my wife's my wife. Um, I put it on my face, and if anyone's got a problem with it, there's a, there's a pretty decent justification as to why I've tattooed my face. I know it's a big a big thing, but I'm yeah. not everyone. I'm quite heavily tattooed. Yeah, it, neck, hands, yeah. cheek, it's you know, not face, everything. Not because you're permanently wankered, then. <laughs> I, I've been called a wanker many, many times, but not to do with a tattoo. Um, so, yeah, that's the reason why I've got it. Um, yeah. also, I suppose every time you look in the mirror, it reminds you, doesn't it? Yeah, I don't know yeah. you can see it here as well. I've got a big anchor on my neck, a massive one with her name written on it as well. So yeah. I've got, you know, I'm quite, and I've got an anchor here as well. So I've got a lot of anchors on me. Yeah. And they are very much a symbol of... Um, I've changed my life and I'm home, you know, I've settled where I am now and I'm quite happy with it. So yeah. but anyway, getting back to the sell yourself thing, um, very much be friendly. Um, yeah. I'm always, I'd hopefully be as friendly as I can to customers and treat them more like a friend than a customer. Yeah. Um, You've got to be approachable, haven't you? Yeah. And I, th- I don't know whether it is to do with the way I look. I'm not, I'm not massively difficult. I'm going to say to get judged on it or do you get more people inquisitive now about what's your meaning behind them and stuff? What the tattoos? Yeah. Uh, I don't know whether people are too scared to ask or they just don't give a shit, but yeah. no one really, I've, I've got the odd person has questioned it and they're actually, you know, they're quite inquisitive and they're, yeah. I'd say it's more acceptable, isn't it? You know, it's, it's, it's more commonplace yeah. now. It's, even My wife's got quite a few tattoos yeah. and she's, you know, not uh, quite visible tattoos as I've got, but she's quite heavily tattooed and stuff. Well, that's it. You don't even think twice of a woman with a sleeve anymore, do you? No, I mean, you she's think, not oh, got a sleeve. She's got, you know, various yeah. different tattoos and stuff. But, yeah, I've not... I've had a few customers. Um, I... When I got... You've got self-care written on my knuckles and it's another thing about, you know, look after yourself, basically, yeah. like... You know, um, when I got that done, I was on a job and I said to the customer, he was a, an ex-GP, he'd retired, but he was a GP. And I said to him, I've got, I'm not here tomorrow morning, I'm, I'm going for a tattoo. And he, he was fine about that, he said, he didn't care. Yeah. But I come back and then he said, oh, so what did you get then? And he was, he was quite a well-to-do person. I thought, oh, do I really want to you know, start diving into tattoos with this? He had no tattoos, he yeah. had no concept of it. But yeah, he, he said, what have you got? And I told him I've got self-care and the reasons I've got it, you know, to sort of be mindful of yourself and look after yeah. yourself um, he thought it was great and he started questioning about other tattoos and why I've got them and what do they mean and yeah. if, for the few people that do question it I I've think, not had any negative feedback I think in some shape or form we all need reminders to self-care yeah yeah. yeah. well that's the, the lyrics of um, my favourite artist who actually died from an overdose so that's kind of another testament as to um, 
just looking after yourself and being aware of stuff like that and yeah so yeah getting back to the tattoo stuff i've not had any you know negative yeah. feedback from it not yet not yeah yet. No doubt someone will be a wanker about it. I think I've got, well, it used to be one on show, I've got two on show because I've added to it. But other than that, most of mine aren't on show. Yeah, so it's it's something I've never done. My dad is from shoulders to ankles. I wouldn't say he's covered, but he's way more tattooed than I am. He's quite heavily tattooed, checked back, absolutely covered. But he's a manager of a business, he's manager of a tool hire company, and he doesn't have a single visible tattoo. Yeah. but yeah, when he's you know got t shirt on, he's full sleeves and legs are covered. Um, but he's a bit more of the old school in a sense that he doesn't like visible tattoos. I mean, my first visible tattoo is my throat. I got my throat tattooed. Yeah. He he hated it, absolutely hated it. And then yeah. I went on to tattoo my knuckles and the backs of my hands and my face, and my, you know, my arms are covered. So he's he's acceptable of it. He doesn't mind. Yeah. Every time I've told him. I'm going to get this. I'm going. He sort of does. Oh, do you really? Do you really need to do that? Yeah. I think. Well, you know, I've been tattooed now for 20 years. How, how can you talk, Dad? Huh? <laughs> how can you talk, Dad? You covered it up. <laughs> yeah, but he's it's the visible tattoos he doesn't yeah. like. Uh, yeah. But see, I get I've that because when people, I was young, it, you were a football thug. It used to be like Millwall tattoo on the side of the neck. You know, yeah. on your neck, you was a thug when I was younger. That's why now mm. they're more acceptable. Yeah. I don't know whether that's why I try and come across as more personable because yeah. of the way I look. I don't know whether I have to win people over. Um, yeah. I always feel like, especially if I go to look at a new job and it's an older couple or an older man or a woman, I instantly, first thing I do, I don't know if it's subconsciously, but I always enter the house with my tattoo on my face, not on show if I can help it. Yeah. Weird thing, I don't know. It's obviously self-inflicted, so I've got to deal with this the rest of my life. But yeah. if I ever go to a job, I'll always stand away from it, so you can't on, see on it. your best side. Yeah, well, I haven't got their both shit. To be fair, <laughs> George, George uh, Michael had only up left side of his face tattooed. There's some uh, not yeah. tattooed, uh, photoed. All these old photos where it were looked other way, it were flipped. Mm. You know, another bit yeah. of pointless info for you there. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I'll use that shit. one. <laughs> Puffy um, shit. Yeah. It'd be stuck in your head just, now. Huh? Pub quiz shit that'll be stuck in your head now. <laughs> yeah, I'd say uh, just be nice to customers um, and actually probably tell them more than they need to know. Yeah. In a way, because not, you know, not in the way of products and stuff, but just tell them processes and, and yeah. why you're doing things. It shows you're enthusiastic about it, which helps. Uh, yeah, exactly. You've just got knowledge of stuff. There's no good. You can go into a house and say, yeah, we're going to chuck a bit of white on your ceiling, gloss your skirt and boards and get paid an F off. But yeah. Go in and say, right, this is we're going to get strip this back to bare, and we're going to do this for this reason, and you're going to get a bit of finish because of this. And I've, I've researched this product for you. Yeah, it comes across as you've got a vested interest in their business or their house. Yeah, show you give a shit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 So where where do you see the trade heading in general? Uh, up, definitely yeah. up. Um, in the past. Probably, well, since obviously I've been back in it about four years now, it's just gone from strength to strength in terms of quality. Yeah. Um, I know obviously things are progressing every day in terms of, you know, tapes and corks and fillers. Everything is getting better. So therefore, the product, the outcome is better. Um, but yeah, I suppose I do see it. it has, it's definitely not going to go back to how it was where the, the painter was just a, a wobbly bob with a bib and brace. It's, it's yeah. definitely progressed. Um, I don't know how much more it can progress before it becomes 
um, disjointed. You know, you got you know the spray has become a separate entity. Right, yeah, um, I, th- I think there'll be a divide between those that are just happy to plod along and keep going, and those that want to educate themselves, whether they be spraying, using better products. You know, yeah, just constantly yeah, learning. You yeah, I think I don't want to say people are going to get left behind, but people will start getting. There'll be a big divide, less, I think. They won't get noticed as much because obviously yeah. there's people out there like myself who are trying to sort of stay ahead of the game and use modern products and modern methods. It gets noticed, yeah, um, through customer base. I mean, um, so the people that aren't progressing in that sense will inevitably maybe fall behind a little bit. Um, but that's that's their own doing. It's not hard. I'm not skilled enough that I'm learning something that you can't. Yeah, everyone can learn it. You know, um, it's just so, making the time know, and effort, isn't it? Yeah, if you're not going to invest in your own business, fair enough. If you, you don't have to. If you're quite like you say, if you're quite happy just plodding along, so be it. But um, yeah, I definitely think that the, the few of us that are going along in terms of you know progressing with the methods, then they're the ones that are going to carry the trade forward. I think. Yeah. So, going back on to paints and products, what's your favourite paraphernalia to do with work at the moment? <sighs> paraphernalia or products? Either. Or both? Either or. Right. I am going to be controversial with this one just because what we were talking about before you started recording. Ticarilla. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And I haven't had any faults with it at all. Yeah. Um, it's got its place, you- some of them. Huh? Some of them have got. I, th- I mean, yeah, I've had faults with it and jobs fail, but I think it's the wrong product in the wrong place. I think the products are good in the right place. It's just missing. yeah, the product itself. It's um, misinformation. It's not the product itself. It's misinformation and being spent yeah, on yeah. in wrong areas. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely. I've, I mean, the the products that I use from Ticarilla, fantastic. I, would, I don't use the full range. Yeah. Um, I do dip in and out of you know different brands, but um, predominantly all the Ticarilla that I use, fantastic. I mean, they deliver some brilliant finishes. Um, so yeah, I'll definitely say them. Um, the GXFF 100% yeah. is one of my favourite. No, you call it a domestic goddess, oh. um, and it is. It saved me a lot of time and, and pain. I mean, I suffer a lot with back and neck pain because I'm six four ish. So just being able to nip into a room and spray a ceiling in, you know, twenty minutes. Yeah, done. You, you thought upgrading to battery one? Um, not really. I mean, yeah. I don't ever spray outdoors, and everywhere I go has got a plug socket within five meters of it. Yeah. I've got a seven and a half meter hose on it and you know, I generally can just chuck it outside of the door that I'm spraying in. Um, if I'm, if I'm ever doing a whole redeck on a whole house, then I'm, I'm not going to have the whole upstairs of the house on the go at once because people are living in there. So yeah, you know, room to room. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'll do two at a time maybe, but, um, yeah, the gray coat, I got it about a year ago, maybe just a bit more. Um, fantastic. You know, I, I use it for doing other things. I've sprayed media walls that you've probably seen, uh, yeah. bits and pieces here and there. Yeah. Um, I, I can't make my mind up which is best, the, t- the 19 or the 21. I like the 21. I oh, know. What's the. I've got the GFFF. You've got the Just 19. The then. One. Yeah, the 19. Yeah. yeah. So I prefer that in a sense that the pickup pipe 
doesn't it uses more product to prime the system. Yeah. Whereas a, a hopper based, you can chuck. I think I tested it. It's three hundred and fifty milliliters of fluid. Yeah. And the system was primed. It's, it's usually, I think, on the seven and a half meter rows, it's usually about half a liter. Which would that be about? Yeah. Right? Sorry. Yeah. That's without the hose, obviously. Yeah. yeah. But it's about half a liter, in which obviously that half yeah. a liter would generally get sucked up in a in a pickup pipe pretty quickly. Yeah. Uh, so I prefer the GX. FF or the 19 whatever it yeah. is I've, uh, I've had both and I'm just back to a 21 now and I'm thinking is the yeah. 19 better just carry it in well I started with um, a Wagner or Wagner or whatever it is the, yeah. the 350M which is the taller stand up yeah um, it's like, it's like a little diddy, diddy thing on the, on the trolley isn't it is it that one yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's the 250M whatever it is but with, yeah. a, with a trolley um Paid 500 quid for an out screw fix. It was brilliant. Yeah. It was great for doing mist coats and ceilings, which is pretty much all I spray. Um, I wouldn't use it for doing cabinetry or anything like that because it's not yeah. really, you can't dial it in enough. But um, yeah, in terms of like the actual sprayer itself, is fantastic. You know, the great I mean, um, not had any issues with it since I've had it. Don't treat it very well, to be fair. <laughs> I, I clean it out and it's about I it. Think, I think man's had a piston in it. Uh, which is all all one thing you can't service it. 125 quid a five minute job. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Earned, it's earned that ten times over. You know, and yeah, I think uh, I've not done bad at that. No, um, that's definitely one of the things that has you know served me pretty well. I'm just having to double check. So I did write a note on this. Another, I don't know if I've still got it or not. Um, ah, yeah, another one. Valspar. Valspar. Yeah, it's yeah, popular at the moment. Point of contention, maybe. Um, no, I see a lot using it at the moment. Yeah, um, they do three different grades, a 300, a 500, and a 700, which I think is now, sort of, now gone over to like a classic, medium, and a premium. Yeah. Um, the premium is fantastic. I mean, I've been using it pretty much on every job. Um, what what are the prices like comparable to your, your regulars like your uh, and your John the, I've never used three hundred because it's garbage apparently. Um, for five liters of the premium, um, mixed in any color, it's forty eight pound. That's not bad. It's really good, and obviously that's that's rip shelf price. Yeah, and is, you, is if you've got like a trade a, point card, you like can get a, it for about forty five quid. Is that like a durable sort of thing? Yeah, absolutely. It's got like the highest um, durability scrub rating of, of all the comparison paints. Yeah. Um, it's silky smooth. I've never had a single bit of crap in it. It's, um, it's just having to go being cured and pick it up, though, isn't it? But again, it's to me, it's perfect because it's within spitting distance of Ken yeah. Blacksall. You know, all the local places. It's on the same industrial estate. Yeah. Um, the colour matches on it are fantastic. One thing I will say, I've, I've tested it against. You know, pretty much everyone's using variable colours nowadays. Um, yeah. I've tested them against the genuine tester pots, identical. I've never had it in off. I, I always say, if a customer can tell the difference between a wall painted and a colour chip on a car that's an inch and a half, big, half inch, then they need to yeah. be paying for variable if they're that picky. Mm, exactly. Yeah. 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 I mean, I've done tests of actually painting next to testers on the wall, and I mean they're. Perfect. Yeah. I did have one recently. I don't know if you saw where, where it was very different. Yeah. Um, it was a mix, it was a mixing area that a mixing error with the machine wasn't calibrated that morning. Yeah. It's all been sorted out and since then I've, again I've had no problems with it. And, well every company has bumping roads, you know, no one's perfect. Yeah. Even, even yeah. we do, it's how we deal with it, isn't it? 
Yeah, I mean, I've, I've what a year and a half. I've used that now. I've probably done, I don't know, four hundred, maybe five hundred liters of it. And for one five liter tub to have an issue, I mean, I can't moan too much about that. Um, but yeah, it's fantastic. I mean, you can do the second second coat on that. An hour later, you can hit it with a Merker of a one twenty. It just won't budge. It just yeah. does not come off. I'm it's out, fantastic I'm out, I'm out for looking at that. I'm just put off that it's 15 miles. I mean, my Jono's are yeah. 15 miles away. They all are, but I can ring Jono's up, order it, and get it delivered. Being q I can't. Yeah, I suppose that's one benefit I've got, in a sense, that it's on the doorstep, essentially. It's two or three minutes away from my house. Maybe some um, one of these uh, <coughs> deliveries for paint could look into. Going on with being yeah, I think I think B and Q unfortunately are like a gatekeeper on that, and yeah. they're not gonna. I did speak to them about outsourcing it because they're um they're owned by another company. I can't King, remember who it was now, but they're owned Kingfisher, isn't it? Kingfisher, no, Group. not B and Q, Valspar. I mean, oh um, yeah, Valspar. Yeah, uh, I thought you meant Valspar. Uh, yeah, I thought you meant B and Q. So B and Q's Kingfisher screw fix. They all come under that. Art. Yeah, I can't remember who the company are now, but um, they, I spoke to someone at B&Q and they said they won't outsource it to any other companies. They won't use it in retail, in uh, trade trade shops. Yeah. Um, so it's, 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 really I know it's, it's American, it's but it's made under license here, isn't it? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't yeah, know. I'm, sure, I'm sure it's American, if I remember right. Right. Uh, um, yeah, it's a shame, really, because this is one of, I think a lot of people, you know, they write off a lot of them um retail places being shit basically but yeah um, I th- yeah I thought I'd give it a go and uh, haven't looked back it's probably one of my favourite products actually just yeah. in terms of it's not let me down which is yeah um, it's what you want not very often yeah. it's not very often that happens anymore unfortunately yeah. so to find a paint that does what it's supposed to do every single time yeah um, yeah like rocking or shit <laughs> yeah but I can't speak on any other th- I know people have tried using their primers and they've tried using their you know satin or whatever but not They've said they're dog shit, apparently. They're like using skim milk. Yeah. Um, but in terms of actual wall paint, brilliant. I can't fault it. Yeah, but some some branded stuff's like that anyway. Some branded stuff's like dog crap. Yeah, I, mean, I, would, I would I'd put it next to Little Green and uh, Paint and Paper Library. Yeah. It's up, it's up there with them. And, the, you know, the consistency of the paint. You, you're, selling it, you're selling it to me now because I, like, uh, I do like Little Green and Paint and Paper. Yeah, I mean, um, they are probably two, in my eyes, leading brands of, Know, bigger firms of paint, yeah. Um, and they're equally the Valspar is equally as good, yeah. I might have to start looking into that a bit, and it's very durable, a bit more, very, very durable, yeah. If well, I'm, I'm pretty planned with jobs, like I say, I'm ordering them for September. I could, I pass being queued most weekends when we go out, it's just would other half mm. be impressed if I nipped in for a quarter now and got some tins mixed, yeah. If you're gonna try it, just go for the premium straight away. I mean, yeah. I have the job I'm on now, the customer won't doesn't want to pay the premium price I, you can get I did a job beginning of the year about February for a customer I did it all in isomat and then she had this yeah. she, she just booked me for three weeks because she knows how much to charge it like just come and do it and bill me for three weeks and she's like I won't mind this wall doing it in attic room I said I could fit it in Rebecca and I did it in damp seal first because it was like a brick wall mm-hmm. like chimney shaped staggered yeah, yeah. I did it in damp seal it stunk when I did the second one the other end I put my bloody spray mask on because it stunk awful mm-hmm. I had a real ammonia smell to it but right. she says I'm happy with that one just left white because I have this one in a feature wall and over at weekend she's gone to B&Q and got uh, Valspar and like you said they've changed it because I know there was the, the V the V whatever and I thought what's this is this going to be dog shit and it was stiffly mm. blue I thought this is crap. I tell you what, it will piss thin, but it covered in two coats, easy. 
They were pretty solid. I think or, or, I don't orange. I don't want one, one, one room that had an orange feature ball, which they all need at least three. Yeah. Um, any other color, I've never done more than two. Yeah. Blacks, purples, blues, they always go in two. But, um, uh, yeah, I was pretty impressed with it. It's, that's why I can't fault it. You know, it cuts down on time, labor. I don't know. And I can kind of plan my time a bit more efficiently, knowing that it will go in two. Yeah. So, Rather than think, oh shit, you know, I might have to do four coats on this ball. <laughs> what would you say has been your best investment work wise, Jackin? Jack? Um. Yeah, probably that, or probably a bit more recently is uh, Dewalt kit. Yeah, Dewalt. which I know you're a fan of as well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not. I've not got a massive kit, but the kit that I have got is not just so much the tools, but just having the toolboxes. I had various different shapes and sizes and bags of tools, and oh, it drove me nuts. But yeah. Now everything is in a Dewalt T-stack case. Same footprint. They're all just They're all labelled. Yeah. They're all in my, in my van. I've got a specific made racking that everything fits in. I'm quite anal in that sense. I wanted all my van looking nice and fancy. Um, so, yeah, that's probably the most recent one, which I'm yeah. quite happy with. I mean, um, I, I, I got in the sustainer trap. Uh, yeah. So, but when that young lad worked for me, he was looking at it, I said, Ryan, don't bother. I says, go, go at DeWalt. It's just yeah. as good, if not tougher, and about half the bloody price for each box. You know, yeah, I mean, I think them, you said about the, the bank holiday deal, didn't you, when the yeah. boxes were cheap? That's when I done it. That's when I started. I went out and got, you know, 80, 90 quid worth of boxes. Um, I did buy a drill at the same time, so I was, <laughs> you know, 400, 400 quid in the hole. But since then, I've now bought, you know, nail guns and jigsaws and all sorts of bits and pieces. And I think S- SDS drill? Not yet. Not oh, yet. I'm not on your level yet. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, tell, you what, tell you why I got that, because I was doing a job and. They asked me to put a real good customer, so I didn't mind doing it. We all do extras. And I was putting um, blinds up for them. They had them all done to measure, you know, the uh, verticals. Yeah, yeah. And it seemed, I tried cordless, and every header was rock hard lintel. Mm. So I just went out and got a cordless bloody, well, I just bought a bare unit, about 119 quid for an STS. Yeah. Uh, bloody spot on. Yeah. yeah, but like I said, I've got a parent, uh, my dad and my brother both work at tall hire companies. So oh, yeah. Really yeah, all right. yeah, I'm sorry that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I've got the benefits here and there. Yeah, so it's, uh, so I know you probably haven't got one because you touched on it earlier, your end gamer exit plan. Uh, yeah, I don't think I have got one. I'm in a, in a perfect world, I'd like to have my feet up on a beach in the next 10 years, but... Yeah, realistically, that's never going to happen. Ain't going to um, happen. And not only that, I'll be too bored. I'd be wanting to paint the sand. Yeah, I'll get too bored. Um, yeah, I just want to keep plugging on at the minute. Um, I wouldn't say till a drop because I don't really want to be doing this forever. I probably wouldn't mind taking a bit more of a managerial side. Yeah, in, in the future. But then again, I'm probably a bit too nice to be a boss. Actually, I've, I've tried it before at other jobs, and yeah. You don't have to be an arsehole, but yeah. you do need to sometimes yeah. be a little you bit. You normally have no mates when you're in charge, do you? That's normal. No, no. Yeah. And that, that tattoo and piercing shop that I worked at a, lot, a long while ago, I was, ended up being a manager of about 10 or 12 people at one point, and I quickly become an arsehole, basically. Put a target I on your back. Say, I wouldn't <laughs> say a power trip, but yeah. 
I was in a position where I had to be a bit of an asshole. Yeah. People that I'd worked with for 10 years and, you know, obviously I'd worked my way up the ladder and they hadn't. And, uh, yeah, I found it quite hard to be fair to be horrible to not horrible, but, you know, quite assertive to people that are classed as friends and quite close colleagues. So, yeah, I don't know, maybe, maybe if I could find someone that I could take with me along the ride and then maybe take a bit more of a backseat in the future. Um, I wouldn't want to get off at all, though. No yeah. way. I, I enjoy it too much. You know, it's yeah. Not yeah. many days I don't. I think, oh god. I sometimes think, oh, I've got that to do, but I still enjoy it. Yeah, I think if I was still doing the job, but more on a officey side, I wouldn't want to lose touch with the current stuff that's going on. Products, yeah. methods. I want to be out in the field. You know, just doing stuff. And yeah, still learning. You do. You do need to become hands-on. It's yeah. all well and good sitting. I've, I've sat at home and watched. X amount of YouTube videos and read spec sheets on stuff, but actually yeah. hands-on Paid doing practice. stuff is how you learn. Yeah. Yeah. So is yeah. It co- coming towards end, is there any takeaways you can give the listeners? Um, always do the best you can. I mean, it's a pretty and very obvious thing to say because no one goes in half ass as a job. But, yeah, but we need reminded. Oh, well, yeah, some people definitely do. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I know full well that I do things which are beyond the the need, basically. Yeah. Do things which no one will never get noticed. Well, yeah. they might get noticed. You're, you know, you're giving, like I have this conversation with other friends. You're giving 120% and your customer, their 100% could be your 80% effort. Well, the customer is generally only expecting about 90%. They know they're not going to get perfection. Yeah. But your level of perfection first far surpasses theirs. And yeah. I think that's good because obviously you're always going to give a better job than they want. It, it is, it. but I've I've got a friend that they used to give 120 percent. I'm like, it's costing you money, and they're like, yeah, no. Yeah, they, they've yeah. struggled to come to terms with giving 100. percent You know, and just yeah, I'm still in that boat at the moment where I've I'll quite often do a day extra or a yeah. half day or I'll stay till seven. Yeah, which I don't need to do because they're looking at it at four o'clock and thinking it looks perfect. Yeah. yeah, I'm still there for three hours. And, I'd, I'd, so yeah. I had a friend the other day, and he, he bought a... I'll, I'll not say his name. He'll know who he is if he hears this. He bought a gallon of uh, Little Green, 107, 117 quid, through yeah. something who's not his no fault, and he didn't stick it on Bill. He's like, oh, I'll just let it go. I says, yeah, but shit like that, I don't... Mm. You know, it's not your fault. Stick yeah. it on Bill. You know, don't let it slide. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a certain amount that you can kind of think, oh, I'll do that as a bit of a freebie or I'll be nice and I'll, I'll make yeah. it up on the next one. But you do need to um, rein it in a bit sometimes. And I definitely do. Yeah. You know, I've noticed myself, I think, why am I doing this? Like, yeah. No no one cares apart from me. Yeah. But I can't help myself. That's so like when you take the extra jobs on and you think, I've, I've done it before where I've, I've said, yeah, I'll do it. And then I get there and think, why? Do, oh, shit idea with this, Chris. Why, yeah, have a word yeah. with yourself why did you say yes to this it sounded yeah. good at the time and now you're working like thinking idiot yeah I mean that could well be another one actually just learn to say no when you know you can't do it yeah um, I put a thing up on my Instagram it might have been my old one that got deleted but I put a post up saying that I've got to the point where I can't handle the work that I've got and I don't want to let people down so like you know what do I do and everyone just said oh just say no just say no and I thought that's all well and good but it's I've easy. said yes now we, we can all <laughs> say it but can we all do it it's even, yeah, it's, I, it's, I it's could hard. Say, just say no but sometimes I've struggled mm. you know 
do we practice what we preach? I'd say seventy percent of my work is through friends, not you know, not working for friends, but people I know or know of. Yeah. And you think, oh, you know, they've they've put me onto this job, and if I say no, that's going to look bad against you know them or yeah. I, I sometimes a- wait up and think, what's in it for me? Yeah, there's a way. Yeah. Am I going to get more work out of it? If I am, yeah. then I might do it. If I'm mm. not, they're not going to thank me when they've when they've got the nice house and I've burnt myself out. No, no. Yeah. No, I suppose in a sense. I mean, I, I work for some you know nice places. I work in some nice houses in a sense, but they're they're nice because they work hard and then yeah. they stop. Whereas me, I'm working all the time. Yeah for the people that have got the nice things and I feel like you know I'm doing alright again but I'm not living in a five bedroom yeah. flash house in, in in luxury and I think well why am I doing this you know yeah but that's my own that's my own battles I guess yeah it's your own issues isn't it it's, I, I've, yeah. I've, I've gone to jobs and they're like oh we want staircase doing we've done the rest of the house ourselves but it's just staircase we want woodwork and I bits want it doing I think do you know what I ain't doing you any favours because I know I'm not getting more work out of it. Yeah, yeah, you just caught me in. I can't fit in. (laughs) Or you get that old chestnut. If if Price is right, there's plenty more work. Yeah, Yeah. I've heard all that before. If if I had a five, if everyone that said that, I'd never have to work again anyway. Yeah, I mean, I've fallen for it a few times. You think, oh, this could be the one, this could be the one. Yeah, it's going to lead to loads more. Yeah, Yeah. they're they're just wanting it dirt cheap. Yeah, yeah. So, room 101. Right. Three things. Have you got a long list here? <laughs> I got a long list. No, I've got, oh, I've got like five or six things on there. Yeah. Um, people's unrealistic expectations of work. Yeah. In terms of, I think someone put it once, they've spent so long looking in the Good Homes Guide or yeah. looking on these fancy Pinterest pages and they turn around and look at their house, which, no disrespect, is a shithole. Yeah. They want you to come in and make it look like these magazines, and it just—it's not feasible. Yeah, and they don't understand it. It's going to um, take work from their end as well, isn't it? That's what. Sorry, <laughs> it's going to take work from their end to get it there and all. Well, yeah, you need to clean your dog hair away from the skirting once every six months at least. Yeah. You know that sort of place, and you yeah. think, well, it's not going to look like a show home. Yeah, um, and it's, it's horrible because I want to go into a house and transform it and make it all look fancy, but. You know, things have gone past to the point of decorating. You know, you need yeah. to move. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's another one. That's one that does annoy me a little bit because, you know, people get a perception that, you know, maybe from my social media that I can go into any house and make it look a million dollars. Yeah. It doesn't work like that. You know, there's certain houses where you've got to draw a line and say, this is as good as I can get it. And then they look all disappointed and think, well, that's not why you're here. Yeah. There is... I want my there next catalogue looking house. <laughs> yeah, there's limitations, and you have to expect, you have to expect it and um, accept it. Sorry. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's one that does annoy me a little bit. Uh, this is a very very recent one, which is as of yesterday. <laughs> Cork tubes that will not stop dripping. I saw that. Yeah, is it GSL using? Oh, it drove me nuts. Yeah. I mean, to the point where I've you know I've did been you on get YouTube, did you get any videos. answers on it? I've got, my, I've got my theories why it happens. Did you get any I've answers? I've got three on it? answers. I reckon um, it's air in the tube. Well, yeah, I've got three different answers. Well, it, it all stems to being air in the tube, essentially. But one of them was put a hole in the end where the where the plunger cap is, where your where your gun hits. Yeah. 
put a pole in the end of it, and it's I like, thought, yeah, well, that's no. just going to make a mess. Yeah. It didn't, it didn't work anyway, but it sounded plausible at the time. Um, and some lad, actually, I don't know where he'll ever hear this, but he sent me a link to a YouTube video of why it happens and, you know, the physics of all this sort of stuff. Yeah. And I thought, ah, I've solved it. So I pierced a hole in the bottom. Didn't work. So I was pissed off. Uh, and then Kev, Paint Warrior, messaged yeah. me. And he said that because the cork gun that I've got is too good, basically, yeah. it's applying too much pressure. When you pull the trigger, it applies too much pressure from the plunger, which can't then get it out the end of the tube quick enough yeah. So it's, you know, your hand is multiplying the pressure too much, and therefore it builds up pressure in the tube. Yeah. So today I went in with my shit, you know, 399 cork gun. For right, today is the day. Still, Still leaks. Yeah. So his, his, his theory is it's, it's almost like your gun's too high geared. That's what he said. He said, get a shit gun. He yeah. said, go get a 399 crappy one, which I did. I had one, one at home, so I brought it in. Still leaks. I yeah. mean, it drove me nuts. And annoyingly, it's only the top third, maybe half of the tube which does it. Yeah. Um, after about half of the tube, it stops. But I'm quite a clean painter in the sense so I can come home as clean my, as I went to work. Is it's, it's air cre- creating a vacuum that's pulling yeah. the plunger in it back. So it yeah, continues um, for a bit when you shut off. It's annoying because I've I've had people messaging me and say, oh, the cork's shit. And I say, well, I've been using it for two years. The cork isn't shit. The design of the tube is maybe shit. Yeah. The cork itself, I've not had any issues with. I know some people have, but um, I haven't come across cork issues for a while. But I've I've been on two certain brands, you know. And it's it's, it's not that they're expensive. It's just I think they're just better quality. Yeah, I'd perhaps pay a little bit more. I mean, I'd, I don't know, work I'll a box of twenty at a time. It works out about one pound ten a tube, or if that, what am I so paying? pretty cheap. Twenty four quid for twelve. No. Night the run offer last time, uh, 20 quid for 12, but normally 24 for 12, ones I use. So it's not right. too bad. Well, these are slightly bigger tubes than normal as well. They're bigger than a, um, a generic tube. They're what? I'm um, DIY tubes, the short tubes. I used to eat them, yeah. but I'm a convert. Well, these are, like I say, these are about £1.10, and I buy 20 at a time. So it is annoying that for the past 18 months, they've been absolutely fine, and all of a sudden, they just will not stop dripping. Yeah. It does run nothing. People say, oh, you need a dripless gun. So that's why I made a video on Instagram. I took the tube out of the gun and held it, and it was just still pouring I've, out. I've, had, I've, got a, I've got a dripless gun. I've still had it happening, dripless guns. You still have to click the button on the back every single time. It doesn't work. There is no such thing as a dripless gun. Oh, they do. Really? Yeah, they do, until you get ones like you've got, the tubes like you've got. I've got the proper dripless where you can turn it from dripless to normal. So if, you, if, you're doing uh, silicon, okay, yeah. if you're doing silicon, you get a continuous flow if you turn it off dripless. When you put it on dripless, right, it you. shuts off itself automatic. It's not like the Cox one, where it's got the little bit of black plastic on back that triggers it back off. Right, they, yeah. They are technically that. a dripless gun, and they work until they get the tubes like you've got, and I think it's an issue with the tube, not the guns. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely an issue with the tube, and it's that. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty easy going, but that has fucking infuriated me for two days. <laughs> It's, it's when you just, just you just cork some up, put it down, turn around. There's like a big wormy pile on the floor. Just I, I tend to, you know, I'll do all my corking in a good two-hour session. I'll do all the skirts, and frames, a lot, and it's just constantly pouring out the end. And I mean, by the end of it, my rags covered, my hands are covered. It's just everywhere. Yeah, it just drives me nuts. So yeah, that's that's another one which is uh, that's on the room one I want, and probably the final one, fuel costs. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, that's getting pretty bad at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's, it's getting to the point where um, 
it's not really, I mean, it's viable to go to work, obviously, but it's just getting to the point where you think, Jesus, I put like £140 in my tank a week and a half ago. It's used nearly gone. Under, used, used to be 100 quid to fill it, didn't it, at one point? One ninety nine where I live now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's about I don't know whether it's the garage are too scared to go above two pound because it's, it's sort of stuck at one ninety nine for a I, while now. Yeah, I think once first one does it, they'll follow suit. They're just waiting for somebody to break that barrier, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's, annoyingly, it's the closest one to me. It's the highest. Yeah, I'm just too lazy to drive to Tesco. I, I won't use supermarket fuel. I only use I'm a convert and won't use supermarket. My nearest one's Tesco. My other one, I, I pass it once a week. It's Esso. But at, yeah. mo- at the moment. It's Tesco trying to call it market near us because nearest one after that six miles away. The Tesco that's quarter mile out corner is one ninety nine. The SO is one ninety eight. Yeah, but so your mind one ninety nine point nine, so it's on the threshold of breaking. So, soon as the, soon as prices announced it's going up, Tesco up theirs. The SO mm. garage to keep loyalty. They wait till they've run out of that stock and they have to buy the deer a lot. Then they put it up which is doing them a right. favour because people are sticking with them for that reason. Mm. You know, Tesco are just daylight robbery and it's, it's shit fuel. I get more miles out of a SO than a dwell out of Tesco. It's dirty, yeah, dirty is... fuel, I class it as. Mm-hmm. Going back to apps quickly, there's an app called Fuel Prices. I don't know if you know about it. It's just called Fuel Prices. Yeah. And it's I'm essentially sure. a map and you can set it to a 10, 15 mile radius and it will show you every single fuel, ga- fuel station within uh-huh. that radius. The price as well. Yeah. And it's, it's very up to date, and it updates every hour, I think. So um, at the moment, I'm on a fuel card. Yeah, I have looked into that. It's, it's um, uh, four quart price, less of, less five p. Right. Which yeah, well, especially if you're filling your tank every now and then, it does yeah. add up. Yeah. Well, I'll just put fifteen at a time. I yeah. Pass it on a Monday morning when I go to gym, and if I'm getting ready, I just put fifty quid in, and then we have one. We have one in car as well, mm. and then other work van that's got a bed in back. <laughs> the tax man <laughs> <laughs> I, put, I put that through as well we have a card in that and that all goes through yeah yeah I, I should look into it I did look into it once but um, I didn't really go much further with it unfortunately yeah, well, it just keeps all in one place and you just put them all through tax don't you, you know, yeah it's, it's yeah well I used to use it with a firm they had fuel cards and it was just easy you just pop it on done yeah. bugger off again and... yeah you just got to remember to pay the bugger yeah that's the other thing yeah. <laughs> there's something else to pay in it <laughs> yeah, there's always something else you to pay. You come Friday, you forgot you've put it in, haven't you? And you, then you get your bill and think, oh, yeah, so what else to pay? Yeah, that's why I don't like having many things on credit. Well, that, that's why I don't like a bros account, you know, or credit accounts, because a mate of man do it. They say, oh, I've got a 700 quid bill for Newland, whatever. I haven't mm. managed that, Rich. Uh, well, when I went in, they had Shield Bib and Brace on offer and pay pregnancies, so I got one of them and I needed a new pair of steps. And next thing, yeah. spiralling, I think. When, oh, yeah. when you're spending it as you go, it makes you a bit more aware, I think, of what you're spending. Yeah, definitely. Now they've started selling Scuff X as well. That's yeah. another £400 every time you go in there, isn't it? Or whatever yeah. it costs. I'll just try and hold on to reins a bit longer if I'm paying for it out. It feels like you're paying for it out of your own pocket because you're paying yeah, there and then you're just a bit more, oh, no, I'll not bother with that. I don't need it. Just don't spend beyond your means, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, which yeah. I've, I've been guilty of in the past. I still am. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, is that uh, is that your three or have, have you got more? Uh, what did I do? Unrealistic expectations, fuel costs, dripping cook. Yeah, yeah. Cool, then. I'll go another one. I'm not going to explain it, but MDF. I fucking hate MDF. <laughs> I think most decorators are up there. I don't know any decorator that enjoys working with MDF. No. Yeah. I mean, when it when it 
when it looks right or when it's done right, it's fine. Yeah. But, oh man, there's so much shit to get to a decent finish. It's, it's when you go on site and they've put wind, uh, screw windowsills on to MDF. Oh yeah, the edge furs up around the yeah. screw hole. I've oh. never found this. I've tried all sorts. Wood hardener, two-pack filler. I've never found a solution yet. Well, weirdly, actually, today, I've, I've just started another media wall today. Um, I've done one before, the black one that i just recently done. He'd pinned it just for pin gun. So I used, yeah. you know, normal wood filler. But this one, every single screw hole, bearing in mind, I'll put a picture on my Instagram probably tomorrow. It's about 100 screw holes on the front of this media wall. I think, so yeah, I I'll like see that you build. timber build it, yeah. Yeah, and hopefully that will... Um, <clears throat> I think, obviously, with the pin holes, it's never going to fall out. With a yeah. big screw hole, if I was to use wood filler, that could reject on NDF and um, you always get the NDF circular thing where it's, it, it's it sort of swells as such, doesn't it? And it pops. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so obviously, I went down the timber builder route, and hopefully, that might cure the MDF hatred that I've got. Yeah, I don't think it'll cure it; it might curb it. What, yeah, what do you do on edges? Yeah. This is a massive sticking point, people. What do you do on the edges? Bin, bin, a bin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I use one really really heavy coat so it sort of flunked it and then pad it down with a 180 and then another one just to bring up any secondary fur but chippy actually told me watered down pva yeah oh, um PVA. although it does yeah, yeah i know but it does take like really really watery um yeah. but it does take till the next day to dry but he'd done it on some cabinetry that he'd made at the job and it was rock hard i mean it was probably beyond I've, what it was i've seen all sorts uh where people have used into guards Mm. All sorts of solutions. Yeah, I think Wes uses guards. Yeah. He said it sounds down quite nice, actually. I, I normally zip it all with 120, mm. basically skim fill it all, grow it with 240, and it normally sorts it. Yeah, I have gone, I have tried sometimes using filler on the edge. Um, but I think you, from what I've found, you need something to actually harden it up. Yeah. Like, or you put anything on it, essentially. So, yeah, bin's always been the one for me. The only trouble is it soaks it up so quick. Yeah. You can only paint a sort of three-inch strip. Yeah. You have to keep dipping every ice. It's quite laborious. You, you but, could do it like but, an inch-wide roller. Well, they do them, actually, in B&Q. It's an inch yeah. and a half. I don't know what they... I don't know, 40 mil. Yeah. So I don't know what they... Roll face. The width of the end of a door, like the edge of a door sort of width. Yeah. They're pretty handy, actually. Um, I forgot to get some more sleeves for it. I've got the handle, but the sleeves... Yeah. And I never found any more. Um, but yeah, that'd be quite handy, I guess. Yeah. Just roll across yeah. face, because sometimes it creeps out edge, doesn't it, if you're brushing it on, you get a thick edge. Yeah, but the good thing with bin off. is it's really, really easy to sand down, and it? Yeah. it pads off quite nicely. So, is, yeah. uh, so where can we find you on social media? Uh, just at my Instagram, which is bsa.decor, D-E-C-O-R. Uh, it was BSA Decor until the Instagram pagans removed it which <laughs> um, is annoying because my van's actually sign written with BSA decor and now it's not it's got will, a dot will in it will it not let you change your name back to what it was after so long no no it's because it's um, been used as a scam page it's now completely unusable yeah um, which, which is annoying but to be fair if you type BSA decor without the dot it still brings my page yeah. up um, so yeah I mean I, I use that I have got the Twitter logo on the side of my van even though I don't have Twitter it just yeah. looks cool um, and Facebook, which is linked to my Instagram. Um, yeah. It's like the Facebook side of it is more friends and family yeah. that see it, and the Instagram is more where I'm at, to be honest. I mean, I'm, every time I open a social media app, it is Instagram. Um, yeah. 
I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm in, I have Facebook, but I separated my Instagram. I have a work one and a personal one on Instagram because not everybody. Wants I mean, to be fair, most of the I'd say eighty percent of the inquiries I get are through Facebook. Yeah. Physically, because I, I share things on my own personal page that I that I do at work. So you know, as friends and family, it gets yeah. shared around, and then his mate will see it. But Instagram just tends to be showing off, basically. Yeah. Flexing. <laughs> Flexing, isn't it? Flexing for the gram. Flexing for the gram, yeah. 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 (laughs) So I'm imagining you don't have pretty much time for it, but what are your hobbies outside work? Um, I collect trainers. I collect Nikes. Ah, Um, I remember you built a wall from other week, didn't you? Yeah, I did, yeah. I've got a pretty extensive Nike collection. Is it the... Extensive. uh, Oh, what's the popular... They're like sort of semi-eye tops, aren't they? Uh, I've got Air Max 90s, which is a classic yeah. Chav trainer, yeah. um, even though I'm not a Chav, um, and Air Force Ones. Yeah. So there's two different types that I collect, and I've got you know, a pretty nice collection of them. Uh, how many pairs have you got? Uh, I've narrowed it down a little bit now. I did have about 70, maybe. <gasps> some money there. Some of them are getting up for 250 quid a pair, so you can imagine it's quite an expensive Do you actually collection. wear them, or is it just you? I've always been yeah, fascinated. Do you wear them, or just, Yeah. I've probably got three that I haven't worn. I've narrowed it down. I've probably got 40, maybe 50 pairs now. Yeah. I've got two or three that haven't seen the tarmac. Every single pair within an hour of buying them will get out. Is it? Is it just sort of like pick a, a style to suit what you're wearing? Yeah, I mean, I've got... They're not just a simple colour. I mean, a lot of mine have got bizarre patterns on them. I've got custom ones, which have actually... Weirdly, I've got self-care written on the actual tongues of the trainer. So the, um, the people, the people customize them and sell them then. Want to customize? Uh, no, these are custom through Nike's website. Yeah, ah, it's called Nike Nike ID. So you can go on there and design your own trainer. I mean, I've only got two, I think. Um, all of my trainers are they're not off-the-shelf trainers. Basically, they've all got bizarre patterns on them, and they're yeah. you know they're gay pride commemorative ones and St. Patrick's Day commemorative trainers and all sorts of weird ones. Uh, so yeah, that's one hobby. Um, motocross. I'm not, I'm not a racer, but I do go out and ride a bit of motocross every now and then. My boy's into it now. He's nearly 13. He's got a little motorbike, and we both go out together and yeah, yeah do a few hours out out in the fields and have a bit of a laugh. Um, and music, really. Music is my probably my biggest passion. Not yeah. playing it. I can't play music to save my life. But, yeah, just listening. Um, Oh yeah, I'm absolutely obsessed with music. What um, what are you into? Or is it just a massive broad? Um, predominantly hip hop, like yeah. not new school stuff, like older hip hop, yeah. like you know nineties era. Um, yeah. that, I must admit, I, I prefer the nineties sort of rap to the modern. Well, stuff. actually, I'm wearing a Wu Tang T-shirt right now. Actually, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm a big, I'm a big hip hop fan. Um, I like a bit of rock. Yeah. Not rock, but like, you know, there's a, a few like punk bands, basically, like a few modern punk one called Idols at the minute. I really love Idols. Um, and a bit of drum and bass, a bit, yeah. you know, old liquidy drum and bass and that sort of stuff. Um, very, you know, a bit like Scott in a way. I listen to a lot of weird, weird stuff. It isn't too mainstream. I try and stay, I don't listen to the radio. I cannot yeah. stand the radio. There's an odd um, song, but I think it's just, I think me and Wes talked about it on ours a lot of it now. It's just ripped off old shit, isn't it? It's, 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 it's like some of the some of the uh, the rap stuff from the nineties that's got a cool chorus. They'll rip it off and put it on a modern song, and I just think, oh, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. It worked in the nineties because it was the nineties, and now it's not. It doesn't yeah. work. There's, there's um, one that sticks in my head that Shanty song, I think, where it goes, "Ooh, baby," on chorus. I uh, yeah, um, 
H. I think his name's H. Yeah, and then you've got some little little chav in his Cooper, thinking he's me. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm not into, uh, definitely not like Kiss or Radio 1. I can't listen to them at all. I give it about 20 minutes and I don't know if I can say a certain presenter that annoys me. Go on, Um, go for it. Sarah Cox. Yeah, I don't mind her. The job I'm actually going to is what I'm doing this media wall. Like, it's the second job that I do in the day. And as I leave, the chippy and the other guy then leaving. He leaves the radio on for me. He has radio two on. Yeah. And I can't be bothered to piss around with the radio. So I just leave it on. And it's two hours of Sarah Cox. Just, oh, I don't know how people listen to her all day long. Yeah. Or however long she's long for. Fern F- 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 Cotton used to do my tits in. Yeah, they're another one, yeah. Name dropping, um, talking about her husband. Yeah, he's, is he Ronnie Wood's son, isn't he, or something? I can't remember who he were, but he's just... He's one of, the, one of them famous yeah, rock In, son, in a he? famous band, isn't he? She just used to name yeah. them all the time, I thought. Oh. But no, the radio's not for me. They're all um, like sycophants. They just, yeah. you know, blow smoke up each other's asses and... Oh, yeah, well, one of my pet hates is like when Paul McCartney brings a song out and because of his past history, yeah, he did some brilliant shit. He'll bring some self-indulgent song out and everyone's clapping, saying how great it is. And I'm thinking, it's dog shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, be honest with yourself. Yeah. You know, like the way they present it's, it's just self-indulgent, which is fine, but people are blowing smoke up your ass because you say Paul McCartney. Yeah, yeah, which is why I don't listen to the radio. I've got a pretty um, weird mix of music. And I, I listen to music 60 hours a week in my headphones. I'm, I'm on my own all day long. Yeah. So, yeah, I listen to a lot of varied stuff, a lot of soul and a bit of funk. And first first thing we really do fun. when we go out in the car, somebody's phone's connected and music's on. Yeah, yeah. Same as I'm coming from work. Most days I'll come in from I've started collecting vinyl as well um, about a year ago. Um, so I come straight home, vinyl on, you know, get dinner ready with the missus and stuff. So, yeah, music is probably my number one hobby slash passion yeah. slash obsession. So, for final one, back onto socials. <laughs> don't miss any out here for God's sake who are you what? Di- don't what don't miss any out who are you digging on Insta tell you what I'm going to miss a load out because I narrowed this down because it got silly yeah go so on I'm going to flip less, it after as well but go on less than right I feel like this you have to say it avoids your band from being a decorator Wes yeah. you have to say Wes because he's fantastic he's a wizard um, Hannah from Colour Coded brilliant yeah. Um, really, really good. Um, John Budgen, who's someone that I spoke to the other day and he wasn't as aware as he should have been of your podcast. Um, but he's a really, really good decorator and he's very informative as well. He likes to explain methods and what he's doing and he's very, very good at that. Um, and I see, I feel like I've sort of watched him, see what sounds weird, but blossom over the past couple of years. He's really got really, really popular and yeah, yeah. he does some really, really crack and work. Um, Kev, Paint Warrior. Yeah. Um, mainly because I feel like he's brought a lot of light to the trade Yeah. from, from non-tradies, yeah. from the DIYers. Wh- whenever I say his, say his name, Paint Warrior, it always just sticks in my head and I have to say it Mad Max style, Road Warrior. <laughs> Kev the Paint Warrior. <laughs> yeah, I speak, I speak to him quite a bit. He's a fucking really, really humble guy as well. And obviously he's very popular on Instagram. He's kind of got a bit of fame, but he's just super, super humble. And he's really, yeah. he's a nice guy. Um, so yeah, to, to let other people see our trade from outside of our trade is great. Um, Mark Hutchinson, yeah, he does fantastic paper in, um, super super nice gloss doors and all that sort of stuff. Uh, Nathan from Nice Decor, yeah, 
because he's a grafter. He just he's constantly grafting. He's on everything, and then some of the jobs he's taken on have been rough as arseholes, and he's turned them around to pretty good, decent standards. So, yeah, I'll give him a nod. Um, Liam, Gent or Jen? Gent, yeah. Liam, I've, Jen. I've, met, I've actually I've met Nathan, nice kid. I've met Liam. Liam's super humble, real nice kid. He turned mm. some brilliant. He's got to be an artist before he's a decorator with stuff he does. I saw them bricks that he done on that yeah. chimney. It's not the first time he's done them like that neither. No, because he done that um, fountain type thing outside the house that got hit by a delivery driver. Did you see that? No, the one that I don't know if it was that one I saw. But it's like, outside someone's house, it was a big round sort of um, like a round pond essentially, and so yeah. a delivery driver reversed into it and broken one of the gargoyles, and he re like aged it again. I mean, that was next level it's immense how, isn't it it's, it's, it's how you t- do that I if mean, you it's, have it's been an artist painting. before there's some talent there isn't there oh absolutely some knowledge yeah, of yeah, products and all because I watching how he described how he did them bricks some, some knowledge of products in there isn't there yeah I mean like you know flicking toothbrushes and stuff and little pump bottles of weird yeah. dyes and how, how do you think mental. of that shit if you've not done it before I don't know I don't how know. do you think of it but that's on Wes's scale where you're sort of thinking outside the box and using things that aren't decorators tools like you know yeah. toothbrushes and pump bottles and all sorts of stuff yeah anyway wicked and Trouse you know Trouse decor no I've not come across that one he's a local guy to me Jack Trouse um, yeah yeah he's he's another guy actually I talked to him probably more than any other decorator through DMs and stuff and he is me yeah. you know every time I've said oh yeah what are you doing he's doing exactly the same thing as me we look like each other we listen to the same sorts of music he knows people that I know like music wise yeah. And he's even like, you know, I've said to him one day, is your dad called Trevor by any chance? That's <laughs> <laughs> where he is literally the same person as me. But anyway, work-wise, yeah, he's, yeah. he's wicked. Yeah, he does turn out some pretty decent work. And he's local to me, so, you know, I've got to... Oh, and Scott. Of course, I've got to big yeah. up Scott as well. Yeah. He's a local, local hero. Go on, go on then. So I'll, that is it. I'll, I'll flip it. Who do you want to call out that you want to see on the podcast? Who do what? Who do you want to call out that you want to see on the podcast? Ah, uh, um... Hannah, Hannah ain't done one yet, has she? I don't want to do one. Tried that. No, she's not. Tried it. She's not, not into it. it. No. Okay. Um, I think John, John Budgeon did. I think he said he wants to do one, but I yeah. think he should because yeah. although he's not, you know, up to scratch with the belt podcast stuff, he's you know he's well educated in methods and you know I don't, I don't really know how long he's been decorating for, but yeah. certain people you just want to see kind of do well. Yeah, um, yeah, he's just a nice guy, and he does some pretty cracking work. And I think he'd probably be quite interested, to be fair. Um, Kev, I think Kev, really, yeah, he's he's spoke a few times on his social media about you know his past and you know things that have happened to him in his past, but something must have happened for him to get where he is now. Yeah, it didn't it didn't just happen. There's been some sort of you know steps. Process. Yeah, whether it was intentional um, or unintentional. Yeah, it might have just been luck of the draw that, you know, yeah. some page picked him up and he just kicked off. But, um, yeah, I think he'd be interesting. Just you know, another nice guy, basically. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that's about it, I guess, really. I mean, I could have gone on forever yeah. calling people out well, and saying how beautiful ten, people ten are. It's now, isn't it? Hey? <laughs> it's going on 10 to midnight. Oh, my God, I didn't realise it was. Yeah, go on. <laughs> Uh, proper gone on one yeah well it's been a pleasure anyway mate to yeah. be fair it's been nice to um, just sit and chat really I've say I've done a bobcast a few times and this yeah. Um, yeah it's always been quite fun but yeah I do urge anyone that 
wants to do this to just do it. I, yeah, I just, get in, just get in touch. Don't wait for me to get in touch with people because sometimes I'm slack. When I get in from work, I just sit down and pass out. So if, yeah. if, if anybody wants to come on, I'll just reiterate. If you want to come on, just and hit me up. We'll get you on. I will, I'll happily admit this. I've been shitting myself all day. Yeah. People say that, and when I did first one, I, I was, you know, first couple. But now I've lost touch with that because I've done that many. And it is it is pretty relaxed, isn't it? And I just think, why are people shitting it? If, 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 if I they don't, think it's the, if they don't it's like the pressure. What, it's the pressure. If they don't like what they say, just you get a chance to listen to it before I send it out. Just say to me, Chris, it's shit. Can I redo it? You won't be first. You won't be last. Yeah, yeah. You know, no, I'm, I'm, there's, I'm not there's no traps in it. If you don't like it, we don't really. I've got about half a dozen that won't get released because they don't want to release because they don't like it. Yeah, yeah. I think it's. I don't know whether it's not everyone is as um, open to being on camera or their voice. You know, you get some people on Instagram who just they're very much face on and they're yeah. happy to be on camera all the time, which is yeah, it's cool. If you I, I don't like that, being but, on camera. <laughs> no, I'm not a massive fan of it. Um, yeah. Man's all from behind like, it. Wes said he's not, you know, considering you know, Wes is quite a popular person on Instagram and social media, he's not yeah. um, confident in front yeah, of the camera. Yeah, but you don't uh, see him talking to camera. You might see pictures of him, but you don't see him talking to camera. Or in the window, maybe. Yeah. I'd like to. I'd like to, because I, mean, I could probably explain a few things a bit better, maybe, if I was talking, but... It's, it's, it's a big... Really... I've, I've had to do it recently for, for this podcast, for something I'm doing with this. Yeah. It's a big hurdle for me that, yeah, it took some doing. And when I did it, it yeah. wasn't that bad, but... Yeah. Well, I look at, I'd say probably the main person, or two main people, is Kev and Nathan. They're both very much the face of their business. Yeah. You know, they're very much in the camera all the time. Um, and I think, obviously, the more you do it, the more normal it will become to you. But you, I've tried it and I've watched back videos and I've fucked that. You've got to do it 10 times, apparently, to get over it. Hey. Apparently, I listened to a podcast the other day that they were saying if you can do it for ten, go live ten times, or do a video of yourself ten times, you've cracked it. Yeah, I think, I've managed I think it's three. It's your own perception of what you sound like or what you look like. That yeah. like no one gives a shit. No one really cares yeah, what your you're voice looking sounds at like. In or... a certain way, but I just look at you and just think it's Brendan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, you'll you'll sit it, and pick your faults for yourself. Oh, look at me fucking hair. Look at that. It's, it's yeah. a facade or whatever you've got to put on. The, on yeah. this, on that. I sound like this, or no one cares. They just want to see how good you are at painting and why. Man, why do they want man, you in their used, house? Man, you when I first started these, man, with my accent, you know, mm. proper broad jokes, and I just think, you know, yeah, I've got a very uh, yeah. Norfolk accent. I'm very country bumpkin. Yeah, you know, I don't notice it so much. But my wife's from Southend, and she's got traits that. Yeah, of her voice basically that she probably doesn't notice. I, I just think so. What I'm Yorkshire now. I've, I've, you can't help it, it can you? It's the, yeah. it's the voice we are what we part. are. Yeah, yeah. You know, we are what we are. It's in people probably know that. Amount of people I said it to Wes on the, on podcast. Amount of people that message me, and it'll either be typed now or then, or they'll leave me voice that no now or then. But oh, up, your, your Savile impression, yeah, yeah. Up up here, it's it's just everybody does it. Been, yeah, you know, I rung a mate today. Now then, are we all right for that bounty castle? Same as here. You see someone in the morning. What you say, boy? Yeah. That's all you get. We say, boy. Yeah. Or our ball. Our ball. Our ball. Around here. Yeah. Our we, get, we get bar blue. Now then, blue. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, it's I, I often wonder if you go to another country, do they have dialects like we do from north and south? 
Yeah, if, apparently so. Yeah, if you hear somebody Spanish speaking, it's just like, oh, they're all speaking Spanish, but do they have dialects with it as well? No, there is there is different types of you know, yeah. like Catalonian and, you know, there's all different types of it. So uh, there are I, different, I once um, worked from a bloke from York and I called him Spanish. He was joking, but he went, you know, he, he was... He gave me some stick for calling him Spanish. There's no way. That's like calling American Canadian, isn't it? Or the other way around. Yeah, or, or calling a Geordie, uh, someone from Blooming Sunderland a Geordie, isn't it? Yeah. School by Arrow. Must be nice there, mate. You're playing a dangerous game. Yeah. I mean, they were all right about it. It made us dinner. Real nice dinner and all. But it, it, yeah, it, it corrected me on it. Didn't taste <laughs> funny, did it? Nah. Nah. <laughs> did a sausage pasta. It was spot on. <laughs> that sounds all right, actually. I could do one of them now if it wasn't five to twelve. Yeah, I'm a bit picky, so I'm going to go and get some in a minute. But uh, yeah. just a snack before I go to bed. Pass out. Yeah. But uh, cheers for giving your time up coming up, Brendan. You're uh, all right, mate. Yeah, it's a pleasure. I appreciate you working this late and uh, taking the time out of your day. And thanks for everything you're doing for everyone like us, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's just to highlight the trade and premises I want to get to the top at three where we belong you know we are the finishing trade and we should be at top yeah well there, there aren't many people like yourself which are invested in actually promoting other people yeah you know, well, I must admit like you, don't, say, you don't see a lot of you promoting you on yeah. your social media you probably spend more time promoting other people which is great really well I, I just think it sounds shit I've been there done my bit you know I've, yeah, I've exactly. been there, but, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm happy where I am and I just don't want other people to make the same mistakes. And if they can learn from it, you know, and then we mm. can learn from others one way. It sounds cheesy. If we can learn from others one way or other, it's, it's, it's all a good thing, isn't it? Yeah, you've only got to deter someone from a bad idea once a day to yeah. feel like you've sort of, you know, you've done your duty, I guess. It's, it's just so we know we're not out there alone. Other people are going through similar sort of shit, whether it be work or personal life. Yeah. You know, they think, yeah, I can relate to that. You know, I've, I've mm. experienced that. It's not just me, not just woe is me. You know, other people have gone no. through it and they've got got through it. So Michael Jackson said, you are not alone. You are not alone. <laughs> I've done it. I got it. I yeah. said to Wes, I said, I've never heard anyone sing on a podcast as much as Wes did. And you did it. <laughs> <laughs> I said to him, when Chris broke into song once, I said, I wonder if I can get him to do it. It's the uh, it. amount of times, because we, we, we're big on music in our house and... Yeah. Uh, somebody else said something well I said there's a song in there somewhere or, oh yeah 100% I can reference I've got a weird knowledge of songs yeah. I can reference anything that's what you were saying sorry to yeah. go on but you were about on your stories where the song is relevant to the story yeah majority of time sometimes it's just what's going on in what's on my earphones at the time I think oh, no, no mine isn't I've got I've yeah. got weird trait that I have to have every song is relatable it's, it's to like, you know if I'm sweeping the floor it'll yeah. be something to do with the floor or well I, I have a playlist uh, if anyone wants to look it up is, there's some good ones on there called Summer Shizzle on Spotify and mm. it's just songs that remind me of holiday you know what I mean I, I, think yeah. I put a video on the other day uh, and it was a console train if, if I remember right but it's like a, a song, but the the backbeat is a bit like, it's almost like the Moroccan, you know, the Snake Charmer Pipe come yeah, yeah. Mu- music year at a mosque and Turkey. I've been laid on the sunbed and people are moaning about mosques going off behind you. I think, you're in bloody Turkey, what do you expect? It's Muslims. Yeah. It's like, it's like going to America and moaning imagine, about imagine seagulls. About you know, but it's just a song because it's got that tone, like a, a mosque in background. It just reminds me of all the to Turkey. Yeah, I mean, yeah. a song a song creates an emotion, doesn't it? It's what you link it to emotive-wise. Yeah, under a song, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm very sensitive to the music and lyrics. And I think yeah. that's, you know, you, so, you can't think of that, yeah. It's like now I'm working outside. I just 
to, uh, earphones or Bluetooth speaker on and summer shizzle and it's all summery plinky plonk piano songs. You know, somewhere yeah, that's else. Why I have, that's why I have to have headphones on because you can't listen to 90s hip hop around yeah. old ladies. <laughs> I don't think they like it. All I've got stuck in my head now is a 90s hip hop is um, jump around. It's all that's got, pain. Yeah, it's all I've got stuck in my head now. Yeah, that's a terrible uh, thing to think of when you think of 90s hip hop. You've got like Wu Tang and Biggie Smalls and you think of House of Pain. And that's <laughs> just, you, you put that on anywhere and they go mad, don't they? It's one of them you yeah. can put it on in a pub and everybody just goes stupid, jumping all over you. Yeah, it's like Mr. Brightside. If you put that on at any football match, yeah, Mr. Brightside. Just... Uh, oh. I, I saw one earlier. What were it earlier? Oh, we were at a party and they had a band on, and it, it came up on my memories. And it was uh, the, the, the band was singing "Kings of Leon," "Sex on Fire." Oh, that's um, another one. Yeah, I've got I've got videos of me very inebriated on different things in a pub doing that on karaoke. Yeah. I mean, it was. Everybody yeah, just goes stupid that. when that comes on, don't they? Even right yeah. to I mean, uh, Reach for the Stars, bloody S Club 7. S Club there's 7, always, yeah. There's always certain songs that'll get people up, in there. You know, oh, yeah. party's dying a bit. Let's bang this on, they'll get up. <laughs> get the party going again, yeah. yeah Second wave. Yeah, but that's just stuck in my head, that jump around. I, I was, uh, I used to have loads of, of stuff, like music like that, that I used to love. But I mean, mm. I can't remember the names are from now, but. There was some good. I used to like nineties R and B. I don't like the new stuff. Well, it's too slushy for me. Yeah, but not Way the slushy, slushy stuff. The decent stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I like the bit more gritty. You yeah, know, I like a bit of dirty. You know, effing and blinding and yeah, it's, n- uh... naughty stuff, basically. <laughs> <laughs> stuff that you can't listen to in a customer's house. <laughs> yeah, they don't want to hear them uh, effing and jeffing all over, do they? Nah, Weird, some weird things that I listen to, yeah. <laughs> public Enemy, cool. that one of them. Yeah, yeah, like public, yeah, all that sort of stuff, like all that. See, era. that that just yeah. reminds me of London. Uh, we went 2012 to New Year, bring New Year in. My, mm. my 40th. Uh, and there was playing one at Public Enemy songs there. It was big at the Olympic Games who was using it, that song. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, I can't remember uh, what it's called. That- but obviously they didn't play it all, they would just play it the same bit over and over and it just reminds me of New Year's Eve in London. Yeah, I'll never do that again. I've done it once. Never ever go there again. I'd love to do it again. Fuck that. I think it depends. We were on, we were on the boat on Thames. I weren't in the crowd. Bugger that. Yeah, I was in the crowd. It was yeah. hell. Don, Donna was heavily pregnant. She, you know, little lad were doing, what, July? She mm. was heavily pregnant. Ips were playing up. We were on a boat on Canal drinking blooming champagne. Like <laughs> snobs or something. But yeah, it was a brilliant experience. Love to do it again, but I'd love to yeah. set kids next time. Yeah, once and only once. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I'll let you get off because it's one minute past. <laughs> it's getting on in it. Yeah, I've got yeah. work soon. Well, I've just heard my other half coming from work about 40 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, I'll just stay up, to be honest, and go to work in a minute. Yeah, nice one. Cheers, Brendan. You're a start. Cheers, Chris. Cheers. Cheers Ciao. I hope you enjoy these podcasts as we delve into people's lives and stories, whether it be the ups, downs, wins and losers. We've all been there in some shape or form, and we aren't alone. I'd really appreciate it if you're enjoying these, if you could show your support by subscribing, sharing, and maybe even leaving us a cheeky review on iTunes.
Painted podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and are made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPainted.org.